Free Talk Live. Welcome to the program here. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. In the studio with you tonight, we've got Ian, Aria, and Cody. Lots uh, of news just broke moments before the show started. Uh, Ari and I have not really had much time to process the information. But I have no time to process the information. I mean, realistically, I mean, I, I found out about this like right before I left my house in order to come here to do the show. Yeah. And so, super fun. We're not technically allowed to talk about uh, the case in question against us, which is we're not allowed to talk about it with each other. And uh, there's only so much we can say on the radio because, you know, we can't talk about like the discovery, which is secretive. So um, but now there's I don't know if there's going to be more discovery coming or, or what, because there's now way more charges. They have done what's called a superseding indictment, which we knew was coming. We knew it was probably coming. Um, I mean, there was a chance they were bluffing us, but nope, they That's weren't. True. And it was starting to like, okay, yeah, they were bluffing, and we called their bluff, and that was the right call. Now, they've added in a bunch more charges, so uh, the Crypto 6 situation, which, by the way, four out of the six have dropped out. Three of the six have taken uh, felony plea deals with the federal government. They'll be sentenced in late July on, I believe all three of them pled to wire fraud, one count each of wire fraud. I think so. Quote, unquote, wire fraud. I say that because there's no actual victim. There's no actual loss. Uh, Although the government gang is now claiming the victims are the banks, and they have a long list of, uh, I don't know, a dozen or so banks and credit unions that they say were the victims of this dastardly fraud scheme that they are accusing us of. They've added now because... Aria and I have not taken a, a plea deal. We are the two who have not. One, uh, Colleen did not take a plea. She made some sort of a deal to have the charges dropped, so good for her for that. Uh, so it's now down to the crypto duo, and uh, that is what we have here going forward with the uh, the crypto, what was the original crypto six case. They've now brought in a bunch of new wire fraud so-called charges. They brought in some... Substantially um, more money laundering charges. Extra money laundering charges. Yep. Now you at you grabbed a few of those, I think. Yeah, I uh, three of those, I believe. You hit they hit you with some wire fraud, and um, there might be something else in there that I'm forgetting. But it's it's basically more of the same. They got a little more creative with some of the uh, the extra charges. Oh, I've been hit with uh, basically failure to file taxes for the last six years. So there's some charges in there for that as well Uh, and that's likely only six years because there is a six-year statute of limitations otherwise i'm sure they would have charged me for for many more years uh beyond that so uh neither of us have had a chance to consult with our attorneys on this matter and we are both expected to be arraigned on these new charges coming up in early may so may 11th will be our arraignment dates uh and we are going to be arraigned by the very same judge who decided that i should not be granted bail uh, the first time around, or not judge, magistrate is the term for this person. Uh, so not the judge in the case. That judge will not be seeing our arraignments. The mag- magistrates uh, take care of the arraignments. So I don't know if this woman is going to demand that I report immediately to jail again, and then we have to go through that whole process again, or how that's going to go. That's it, it seems unlikely, right? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they, they didn't raid our houses uh, today, so that's, that's I guess, a positive. I know. I've been pleasantly surprised by that because, you know, I did acquire a dog after the raid last year. Mm, I have a golden retriever. Wow. Yeah, that, 
increases the risk. Yeah, and she's super friendly, but she's a puppy, and she's super friendly, yeah. right? There would be no, hey, no, those are FBI agents. Leave them alone. No, she's going to- She just wants to come greet them. Yeah. Yeah. And that that generally doesn't end well for dogs. Yeah. Uh, and have you ever have you ever roughhoused anybody in her presence? Has she reacted to? Because yeah. some, some dogs are just as friendly as ever, but you start tussling around and, and jumping around and making a lot of movements, and sometimes those dogs will freak out and think that you're being attacked and come to your defense. That doesn't seem like her. Yeah, she's a golden retriever. Yeah, I mean she she's good. She she's happy with everyone. So wow. So that's the update in the Crypto 6 case. We have not seen you know any other details except for the indictment that they just handed down. But the good news, if you want to find a, you know the, the shining spot here, if there is one in this Such uh, cloud. always the optimist. Uh, that is that this, supposedly this is the end of the, the road for them filing charges in regards to anything that has happened in the past you know regards to this situation. That doesn't mean they can't cook up some other completely separate case in regards to something else. Who knows? Uh, but for now, this is supposedly the end of they they ha- they have laid all of their cards on the table, and once we get all of the discovery in, which I don't know what the deadline is for them to do that now with this this new indictment, then we can finally move forward with defending this case. I don't know. There's so many new charges. I I can't imagine this actually goes to trial this November. I mean, they they almost doubled the amount of charges. And yeah. I mean, they took me from two to nine. Yeah, and that's right. That's that's what, your punishment what? for not taking the plea deal. That's how they do. They, and they want us a... to stick to the original timeline of going to trial, you know, six months from now. I, I just don't see it happening. We will see. Not with uh, the stakes raised so significantly. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be up to the attorneys. You know, if they feel like they need more time, then yeah. they're, they're certainly going to ask for it and they'll likely uh, be granted that. So that's where it sits. If you want to learn more, you can go to thecrypto6.com. You can watch uh, video footage of the raid, basically. Not the moment of, but the, sort of the immediate moments after. Uh, thanks to Chris and Bob, who were there, and like Johnny on the spot. They were right right out there at 6 in the morning. So it's pretty amazing. Most of the time, you don't get to, to see footage uh, like this. That's why, they, it's, that's why they do it at 6 yeah, in the morning when yeah. everyone's asleep. Exactly. So, uh, thecrypto6.com, you can learn more about that. Again, no victims in these supposed crimes, but they want to put us away in prison. I mean, just one of the wire fraud charges is up to 30 years in prison. Mm. And there's, you know, a dozen plus of those now that I'm facing, I think. Uh, I think I've got 12. I think Arya's got four or something like that. So, serious stuff. And uh, they really do what they can to protect their their banker buddies. So, um Getting into bizarre news that I mentioned last night, and Conan, you've got one too about. We've got a, a lot of bizarre stuff this a evening. Strange pizza assignment for for eighth graders, children at government school. We'll, we'll get into that coming up here in a bit. Uh, but to start out, I mentioned this one last night, and we didn't get to it. It's from dnyuz.com. And do you guys remember the story about the? I don't know if he was like a Russian body bodybuilder. Who married his sex doll? Yeah, and then he divorced her and married an ashtray. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or I don't know if he married the ashtray, but he he fell in love with it. That's right. Yep. And <laughs> and th- and this guy, you know, he's probably trolling people, but he's so good at it. Like he actually had a wedding, and his friends were there, and there's photographs. Uh, of this thing it's not just like he's just talking online so he, the ashtray guy is this is another guy got a different guy this is from over the last few years this bodybuilder because i was about to say this isn't the first time a human being has married something 
inanimate. Well, I, I don't understand how you can marry a thing that's inanimate. I think generally in order to have a marriage, you have to have mutual consent between the parties. That's but a good point. That's well, what they but call what, these But things. what if it's inanimate? It doesn't have a voice, and so it's and it's your possession, yeah. so you make decisions on its behalf, right? Like if it was a slave or something like that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that maybe, gets into a whole lot of gray area. So man. maybe marriage is the wrong word. Maybe we need to come up with something different. If people, if more and more people are jumping on this wagon, which mm-hmm. it appears is taking place, especially when you're, when you're talking about sex dolls, which is, you know, they're, they're coming out in force. I'm going to say you can't marry property. I'm going to say that's where one has to draw the line. Yeah, it's marriage just, is a matter of consent, and property cannot consent. I think by definition, marriage has to have a second consenting party. I tend to at agree. Least. Yeah. Maybe you can have a third and a fourth and a fifth, I mean, depending on what you're into. But uh, but this one, I, so it's just right in the line with that, the case with the bodybuilder, except this one might even be more serious, more of likely to be a real situation instead of a, a big troll. This uh, is from Tokyo. In almost every way, Akihi... Mm, Akihiko Kondo is an ordinary Japanese man. He's pleasant and easy to talk to. He has friends and a steady job and wears a suit and tie to work. There's just one exception. Oh, salary man. Mr. Kondo is married to a fictional character. His beloved, Hatsune Miku, is a turquoise-haired, computer-synthesized pop singer who has toured with Lady Gaga and starred in video games. After a decade-long relationship, one that uh, Kondo says pulled him out of a deep depression... He held a small, unofficial wedding ceremony in Tokyo in 2018. He cured his depression by going do those, crazy. Do these dolls last that long? Uh, or has she I been getting updated? There's more coming up here in moments. We'll tell you about her. It's on the way. Free Talk Live. The phones are open. You can join us here. Talking about a bizarre situation that may be becoming more popular commonplace for sure i'm not going to say it's commonplace it's, it will be but they, it might be i think especially in you know countries where you know there are less females and or they have their you know the, it's, the culture uh has uh it has been set up in such a way over the years that uh men would rather mess around with inanimate objects I mean, we are talking about a a Japanese dude here, and I, I don't want to, you know, rail too hard against the Japanese, but we talked about them a few weeks ago, at, or last week, with, in some other context, and we pointed out some of these bizarre game shows. I mean, the Japanese people, as a culture, they do weird stuff. Oh, yeah. True. So, th- this uh, isn't... Just, just t- think tentacles. And I'll stop right Let's there. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, we'll leave that one. But, I mean, they do weird stuff, right? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm sure they would look at us and say that we do some weird, weird uh, stuff. I'm sure too. they would. Uh, and and certainly some of the reasons for this may be because of the different repressions that they're subjected to in their culture, uh, the different Oof. pressures and such uh, that that perhaps we are not, but we're subject to uh, to other ones. And you referenced it, Conan, the sort of insular mentality that a lot of people in Japan have, where it's a working class. It's a very uh, you know the very strong family units. Uh, you know, go up, grow up, and and work for the rest of your life, and to take care of your family, and uh, you know that's the that's but they're the not mo- having that's, families. That's the most important thing. Exactly. There and might have been strong family ties in past generations, but now there's not even a drive to make oh, yeah. a family. And, and now you have this the rise of the hermit, the hermit mm-hmm. kids who who live with their parents and just lay around in bed and play video games all well, that's day. That's happening in the United States. It's really bad in Japan. Is that right? Yeah. By the way, I did look up the definition of marriage. Number one mm-hmm. is the state 
of being united as spouses in a consensual and contractual relationship recognized by law. Hmm. Um, uh, also, uh, the institution where individuals individuals are joined by marriage. So it's looking more and more like it's consensual and it has to be people. But number three, it says an intimate or close union. Okay. So sure, I can have a, this guy might have really had a really strong relationship with his ashtray. Possibly. I, I don't think I, I, I can but have union a, suggests it's like a two-way street, yeah. though. I, mean, I don't think you can have a relationship if there is no other volition on the other side of the relation. Yeah, but union is just a bonding. It's just... It, and, and again, I'll go back. If it's your property, you make decisions on its behalf. It's your decision. It's your choice. I don't think it... Well, the the ashtray guy, it wasn't his ashtray. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, <laughs> oh, wasn't now it like a club? Now yeah. it's getting juicy. Well, the he, the guy who owned the ashtray was like cool with it. Wait, though. wait, wait. He was che- was he cheating with the? Oh, wait, wait. That's the other question. Was he cheating uh, on the sex on doll? Sex doll. You, you can't with cheat the ashtray. on a sex doll with an ashtray. Okay, <laughs> let's get that out of the way first. Okay, you, that's not possible. Did he have permission from the person who owned the ashtray? See, and that's why. Or was it a whole cuckold kind he, of a situation? <laughs> He did have, the, I don't want to say blessing, but he had the permission of the guy who owned the ashtray. Okay, yes. so it's so I think it's a legal union. I and, think, and of course he's, and of course we know he's trolling us. So that's this is the best part. I don't think, think I don't. We think hope we think he's trolling. I mean, it seems like that has to be a troll. It could simply be that he is insane. Uh, now, in the case of Mr. Kondo, this is a uh, Japanese man in Tokyo, Ahiko Kondo. He has may, uh, married a uh, anime character named Hatsune Miku. She's turquoise-haired, a computer-synthesized pop singer who's toured with Lady Gaga and starred in video games. He says that his decade-long, quote, relationship pulled him out of a deep depression. So this is one of those made-up influencers on Instagram or whatever, one of these, you know, controversy-free pop stars or whatever that they, that will stay young forever Perhaps. and never have any controversies. And this is... Uh, and this is- not even a physical uh, sex doll. No, there's a physical. Uh, well, I don't. We, we don't have any idea whether or not this is a sex doll, uh, but it is a plush doll. So, in a unofficial wedding ceremony in Tokyo in 2018, she was there in the form of a plush doll, wearing white, and he was in a matching tuxedo. Mister Miku, uh, or in Miku, Mister Kondo has found love, inspiration, and solace. He says he and his assortment of Miku dolls. So he has more than one. Eat, sleep, and watch movies together. Sometimes they okay. sneak off on romantic getaways, posting photos on Instagram, which is what the other guy did, by the way. They don't do any of that stuff together. He's doing it by himself. Correct. He just has a plush doll with him while he does it. It's really a lot like someone who has an imaginary friend, except it there's is. a doll that's actually in the imaginary friend's place. Hmm. It's, an, it's somebody who has enough money to make an imaginary friend have some sort of corporeal existence well how much is a plush doll it can't be that that much right uh mr kondo who's 38 years old knows people think it is strange even harmful he knows that some possibly those reading this story hope he'll grow out of it and yes he knows that miku isn't real but his feelings for her are Mm. yeah see that's where the problem is right you you fell in love with something that is not real that's an issue he says when we're together she makes me smile in that sense She's real. No, she's still not real. Can you not love your hobbies, Arya? I love gardening. My my plants don't talk back to me. Of course, they're not inanimate either. You enjoy spending time gardening, right? But that, but that doesn't mean... 
I, I don't know how to differentiate between gardening and marrying a plush doll. It's Conan. a hobby. It, it's, 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 this is his hobby. This is his, it's become his life. You don't want you don't. His, I think you, I'm going to say his life revolves around this inanimate object. Mm-hmm. You take a tablet out to your garden and sit out there watching Netflix with your tomatoes, and, and then then we can make the comparison. So no, so no um, Netflix and chill with my tomatoes. No, Do you, you talk to the plants? You have to no, treat them as though them. they're real. I think in order to cross this line. Well, the plants are real. Yeah, they're real. And and okay, there the have plants. been haven't there been studies about people who talk to plants and sing to them that they. They grow or play Beethoven better? for them. Yeah, I don't even know if any of that's real. I mean, I've heard about it. I don't know uh, how yeah, real it it's, is. I think that's one of those myths that are floating out there. That um, who knows? But you're not treating them like individuals with personalities. No. Okay. But it is my. But I spend a lot of time with them. You're not like boy. That tomato sure has a sure has a personality. On I that spend one. a lot of time with, and when I'm going to you know driving around doing other things, I'm sometimes thinking about my plants when they're not in my presence. You know, how are they doing? Mm. Are the birds out there pecking at my, are the worms out there, the caterpillars, are they eating my plants? I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm being a little silly here, but. Well, but, that's uh, not terribly unusual, right? Like, I, I think about my cats as I'm going about my day when I'm not at home. The only difference is they're animals instead of plants, but they're living things just like the plants yeah, are. But they can't have a consensual a union, a bonding with you, or can they? Do you think on, some, le- on some level they know what they're about? After all, cats did domesticate themselves because they, the cats they wanted can. to be closer to us and get scraps. And, sure. and, and of course, any human population is going to is going to create a lot of rat if population. If it's not a consensual union with an animal, then they're going to try to leave. Right? They're going to do their good, best to escape. Good point. Good point. You don't feed them. You come home from work one day and your dog is on your neighbor's porch. Or somewhere else Or entirely. somewhere else entirely. Yeah. So, Whatever happened to G? <laughs> he, you know him. He was a wanderer. <laughs> I lost him three times. I got wow. him back two of the times. And then he disappeared. And then he took off. And he maybe, maybe got hit he, by a car. Maybe he, he ended got, up with somebody he, else. I think, he, you, you know that he was a really good looking dude. Yeah. yeah I'm thinking, I, I think someone picked him up. The number here is, he didn't have a tag on or anything, right? He, had, he, had, he did. Oh, he, had, did. He, had, he had a label with his name on it. And my, and my address and phone number. Oh, wow. 603-283-6160. So you'd figure if he got hit, you would have heard about it, right? Because somebody would have. Unless someone, you know, was didn't want to deal with it and just threw him off in the ditch or something. <laughs> 603-283-6160. We got more coming up here on this Japanese man who married an anime doll. More than one of them, apparently. It's Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live's video archives have been on Library for years. Library is an uncensorable, decentralized, blockchain-based media sharing protocol, and we're big fans of it here on Free Talk Live. In 2020, Library launched Odyssey, a video sharing website to compete with YouTube, and it's really taking off. Now with over 1 million channels, many of whom are disaffected YouTube creators. During YouTube's crackdown for not towing the government line on COVID, the Free Talk Live YouTube channel started receiving strikes and could be completely taken down at any moment. Thankfully, Odyssey started offering live streaming, so we're now streaming live every night and posting our video archives permanently to Odyssey. You can watch live or anytime on our Odyssey channel by visiting video.freetalklive.com. If you want to go all in, download the desktop app at lbry.com, and then every video archive you watch, you'll help seed and keep it online forever. At minimum, we ask you visit video.freetalklive.com and follow us on Odyssey today, video.freetalklive.com. Yeah! 
It's Free Talk Live. You can join us here. You can bring up whatever is on your mind. The number is 603-283-6160. Maybe you have an opinion about a man, and he's not the only one. Yeah, I I told Uh, you this is not new at all. I pulled up an article. I thought I had the same guy as you. Turns out this is from 2016. A whole different dude. In Japan. In Japan. Uh, who was, by the way, married with two kids, uh, who also uh, developed a relationship, a love interest in his sex doll that he used when he was off on business trips. Now, in this case, this is not... (laughs) See, I I laugh, but I think that's probably healthy, or at least it's healthier than, you know, some of the alternatives. To bring a sex doll on a business trip? Yeah. As opposed to using a prostitute or something like that? Yeah. That's probably some decision Cheaper. that he and his wife came up with that you know allows him to satisfy his needs without cheating on her. It's a little embarrassing going through TSA. Well, uh, well, unless it's it's becoming commonplace, and then you know, <laughs> I mean, how many with these? What are these? Uh, Next time I fly, I am one hundred percent packing a sex doll. <laughs> what are these uh, things called? Like, the, I'm gonna, the, it's going to be carry on luggage, man. Oh how many how many how many uh, <laughs> fleshlights do you think have been discovered in someone's travel travel suit suitcase? I don't know by don't TSA. Just remove the that. batteries because the last thing you want is to go off when yeah. it's going through the machine. <laughs> that that doesn't end well for anyone. I don't know this from experience, but I've heard stories, right? By the way, oh, yeah. I want to say thanks to Craig Thomas, who is a Free Talk Live supporter via the AMPS Patreon, which you can join over at amps.freetalklive.com. That is how you can support what we do here. Advertise, market, promote, and support is what AMPS stands for. And Craig is a silver level, which means he's doing uh, five bucks a month, at least helping us out over there uh, with getting the word out about freedom to more people. So definitely appreciate the support, Craig. Again, that's AMPS dot freetalklive.com uh, again ian aria and, and conan in the studio here tonight we've got an interesting story about a man who has married his anime doll apparently he has a handful of these dolls so when he but they're all the same character right actually, actually my article says there are uh this is from 2016 so i'm, I'm sure it's evolved since then mm-hmm. but uh this guy is claiming there's a company that specializes in 50 different different kinds I guess different models of wives. You talking about sex dolls? Sex, actually, they call them Dutch wives. I did not. I've never known about that, uh, that terminology. I that's, wonder why they call it that. I don't know. The Japanese have the. This is that's their special term for huh. them. I guess because Dutch are cheap, and you know, sex dolls aren't known for being cheap, though. I know, but it's cheaper than a prostitute. You buy it once, and that's yeah, it. That's probably you true. just have to make sure you keep it clean and. I guess. Uh, all right. Um, so the, he has multiple dolls. So actually, when looking further, because you had mentioned you thought at first that this was the same person. You again, you have a story from 2016. Mm-hmm. Not the same guy. Different guy. Uh, this guy, uh, Akihiko Kondo, was actually quote unquote married in what is called an unofficial wedding ceremony in Tokyo in 2018. And he brought his uh, beloved Hatsune Miku, the anime doll, with him. However, the doll. Uh, with him at the wedding, and I I know this because I've got footage. RT did a documentary well, it would have been about silly this. to marry the sex doll while the sex doll wasn't there, right? What I mean is, he had a very small doll that he brought into the wedding. Uh, so like it because he, he's holding it, it's sort of it's not even as large as his. So he chest. wasn't like standing there next to a life size doll. No. Well, if you're gonna go crazy, go all the way. Well, he's gone further now. The photo in the dnyuz.com uh, article here, he's got a full size doll. It's sitting on okay. a bed. He's like doing its hair, basically. 
whatever it is that he's doing to it. He's doing something, fixing her hair. So a little more about the story here. He's one of thousands of people mm-hmm. in Japan who have entered into un- unofficial marriages with fictional characters in recent decades, served by a vast industry aimed at satisfying the every whim of fervent fan culture. Tens of thousands more around the globe have joined online groups where they discuss their commitment to characters from anime, manga, and video games. For some, the relationships are just for a laugh. But Mr. Kondo, however, has long known that he didn't want a human partner. See, Part- this is how you end up with people taking photographs and their IDs with, you know, colanders on their heads, you know. Some of, for some of these people, that's it's a, just that, a joke. No, that's troll. That's trolling right there. It, and it was trolling for some of these people too. Right? I don't. I, for some of them, thousands. Yeah. And, and then it became. It, and it's real. not just Japan either. It's China. There had. There had. This is an up uptick. Well, this is as a I was saying their- last night, it's just a matter of time before you have people legitimately worshiping a flying spaghetti monster. Just like it was just right a matter of time that. before we genuinely had people marrying sex dolls or waifus or whatever they're calling them. Partly, it was because he rejected the rigid expectations of Japanese family life. But mostly, it was because he had always felt an intense and even to himself inexplicable attraction to fictional characters. Hmm. Accepting his feelings was hard at first, but life with Miku, he argues, has advantages over being with a human partner. She's always there for him. (laughs) She'll never betray him. And he'll never have to see her get ill or die. Oh, that's that's a nice one right there. But the rest of them are that never be betrayed. I guess, well, it, ha- also, it happens. She'll also never stand on her own volition. She'll never look <laughs> you in the eyes. She'll never tell you anything meaningful. Unless you have a very vivid imagination, and maybe she is. Yeah, maybe he does. I yeah. mean, if his imagination is that vivid, then she could also get sick, and she could also cheat mm. on him, and all of these yeah, other things, true. right? If she's capable of doing these positive things in his imagination... She's capable of doing negative things as well. He's going to come home one day and be like, you've been cheating on me, and just fly off into a rampage Johnny Depp Amber Heard style on her. In order to spice up. I mean, that, that there are a lot of people out there who like spicy, dramatic relationships. True. I do not. Then he's going Myself, to have to call I, the police I, on himself or have himself arrested <laughs> for abusing a sex doll of his. By the way, my guy mentions very, a very similar uh, reasoning behind mm-hmm. his love of his, his doll. Uh, she never betrays. Not, she's not after my money. And I'm tired of modern, rational humans. They are heartless. Wow. I'm willing to bet, though, that if you're marrying your sex doll, you probably don't have a ton of money anyway. Or friends. That's true. Mr. Kondo sees himself as part of a growing movement of people who identify as, quote, fictosexuals. F-I-C-T-O as in fiction. Fictosexuals. Can we not refer to this as a movement? Sorry it is. It is. is Aria, that's what we're trying to get to They've the bottom of. It is, it is a movement. It is a devolution, if anything. They're talking online. They're they're uh, you know talking. Well, they probably don't, would never meet in person because they're all incels or whatever. But yeah, the, Aria, there's an industry behind they're this. Not incels. That, that are they have wives. Propping <laughs> propping this up. Now here's the question: If you didn't have things like, let's say, for example, our culture, if you didn't have porn sites you know would we be in this in the mess that we're in with all the zoomers not wanting to have sex not wanting to have relationships mm-hmm. uh, yeah not, because that's not children. a fault of porn that's that's a fault of them increasingly identifying their identities 
to the extent that it becomes impossible for them to actually have sexual intercourse because their porn their porn love is no, porn interest to is too porn. perfect and it's not be- and not even human so they so they'll never no, meet that, that. that that's that's fiction that's never happened the issue with the zoomers is that they spend so much time t- defining what they are sexually and no time actually having sex mm. but they're not like they but a, they're not sexual I know because they spend all their time defining themselves sexually. I'm, I'm a sapiosexual, pansexual, polyamorous. <laughs> they do this and they have this long. Yeah, but those are all thi- p- uh, those are all things that have sex with other human beings. Whereas the Zoomers are not, so they spend all their time defining because they spend all their time talking about it. Mm. Yes, I don't know. We, we've talked. We've done an article about this exact subject here on the show. I mean, th- this is. The issue is that they spend all of their time defining their sexualities and no time actually having sex. Well, and I, we are seeing that they are they're spending less time even being in the company of others in a lot of cases because they even, have their porn, not even hanging they don't, out. They with don't friends. need real human beings. I don't think porn is the issue, man. I I, I think that's. I think it's. I think, I think our porn. In, I think the porn in this country is the exact same thing with these sex dolls, except we would laugh at someone with a sex doll in this country, whereas Pornhub is perfectly acceptable. But, well, in, but, in, but in Japan, but in Japan, it's not. I mean, you, these are people. As, just, as, as the article mentioned, these people love their anime. They've they already love their, done surveys. They love their ficto. Conan, you talk about laughing at people with the sex dolls. They've already done surveys that show a fairly n- high number. It's not a majority by any means, but it's it ain't one in ten. It's more like one out of five, if I recall correctly, would say they would be interested in you know having themselves a sex doll or a this, sex this robot. People in this country, yeah, that's a lot of people. I'll, I'll see if I can pull up some some numbers. Uh, but, but there's more to say about the ficto sex. The new, quote, movement of people that are moving away from any relationships with other humans and instead having them with dolls. There's more coming up here. You can share your thoughts. It's Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live. Phones are open here. And we're digging in deeper to this Hatsune Miku, this character who... We were introduced to as simply a doll character that a man in Tokyo has married. And he may not be the only one who has done this, because apparently there are thousands of people, according to this story here at DNYUZ.com. Thousands of people. All married to the same anime girl. Well, we don't know about that, but there may be some of them who are. this This is reminding me. Have you seen her Yes. Yeah. This, uh, do you want to describe what that is? Uh, so the uh, if, uh, Joaquin Phoenix plays the a sad incel mm-hmm. who basically uh, in the near future, in the, in the near, very near future, yeah. uh, installs a special operating program on his on his computer. I guess it's an operating program that runs his everything for him, runs his house and mm-hmm. runs his you know the lights and the refrigerator and his, it's on his computer. And it's an AI which he develops a relationship with over time. That's right. A love relationship, a love interest. He becomes his love interest. Um, spoiler alert, it's been out for many years. Uh, at the end, by the way, she she is she is evolving over time, mm-hmm. which is neat. It's neat. And by the way, it's also in its voice by Scarlett Johansson, which is just she just has a beautiful voice, which is perfect for the for an mm-hmm. operating system. I would love to have an operating system that sounded like Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> would you marry her? <laughs> She's an inanimate object, and that's we're going right back to the initial. Uh, what is marriage? Can I marry an inanimate object, or is it different because it's an evolved AI? Anyways, uh, spoiler alert: she evolves. Scarlet, the AI, mm-hmm. moves on. Mm. But before Uh-oh. that happens, Phoenix, the incel, finds out that she's not the only 
uh, AI. She is, uh, uh, everyone has access to this particular program. So she ha- she's having probably thousands of relationships with incels all over the planet. Mm. Didn't and, feel and, so special then, and, huh? and, Well, he kind of broke his heart, and then, of course, she leaves him and broke his heart even more. So it's... Uh, very interesting, and that it was, was an that was movie. like ten years ago, I think. It's an old. That's Maybe. A, it's that movie's been around, but it's it's uh I def, I recommend it. It's um uh, it's uh, it's in, in enlightening. So we're learning about these people who call themselves fictosexuals, which is why, according to dnyuz.com, this man in Japan, Ahi, ah, Akihiko Kondo, has decided he's motivated to publicize his wedding to this anime doll. And to sit for awkward interviews with news media around the globe. He wants people to know about fictosexuals. That people like him are out there. And with advances in artificial we intelligence. Know, don't, don't all of these people, the people you're talking about, Aria, who are always sitting around def- trying to define a new sexual uh, character, and a, a new sexual type, don't they, isn't at the end of the day, all they really want to do is to uh, proclaim to the world that I have just created a new a I don't type. Think so. This is, I'm different. I'm di- I'm a new victim. I'm a new type of victim. I'm a new type. I'm a new type doing. of individual. I'm not a part of the collective. I am special. No, to them it's just an intellectual exercise, you know, mm-hmm. of uh, of how how meticulously they can define themselves. But they but they have a coming identity. out aspect of it though, right? But they like, want everyone to know that they no spend they spend all of their time anymore. They spend all of their time defining who they are as special. Uh, and and making sure that the whole world knows about it. Yeah, but if everyone is special, then no one is special. <laughs> this that's a good way to look at it. So shut up, people. But well, they're yeah, but obviously. they're but they're not gonna shut Just, up and get laid. That would solve most of their issues. Shut up and buy yourself a doll if you can't. So we were also who learning- can't though. That's that's the issue I have with these incels. It's like, dude, the, it is not difficult to establish a relationship with someone. Uh, Aria, I've met plenty of incels. Who, look, it, who who freak girls out? I mean, freak them have, out. Look, there are solutions mm-hmm. to all of those problems. They just have sure, to. Sure, you have to work at it. Though, yeah, they right? just have to not be creeps. Yeah, but what if it's a not a physical problem? You're fat and you're you don't take care of yourself, but you actually have a mental disability where you are just a creep. Just you are genetically you creep. Have, well, I don't know if that's a thing, but sure it is. Uh, it, it sure it is. No, it's not a thing at all. A it's creep, environment, right? A creep is just it's someone bo- it's, who it's comes. Both. On, I could tell a creep is someone who comes onto you to whom you're not attracted. That's what a creep is. Yeah, that's it, what it, everyone oh, defines a creep as. No it, one's it, creep. No one's creeped out by someone they find attractive coming onto them. It's always someone point. they're and not the other, attracted to. That's a creep. the other bullet point is the creep doesn't pick up on it. Doesn't pick up on the signals. So that, they're autistic. Or socially inept. Or socially inept. Socially disabled. So, but that can all be fixed. Uh, It can, I think. I think. Uh, I I was reading on our social media, actually, just was, you know, scrolling through social.freetalklive.com, and somebody, you can do uh, what they call boosting on there, which is the equivalent of like a retweet. And uh, so somebody boosted somebody else's post, which was from off of our server, but on another person's server, of an individual who described him or herself as an incel, I presume himself. Uh, but I pres- there may they may be female incels, but anyway, no, uh, there absolutely are. Yeah. But but oh, yeah, they because- become feminist with you know short, you spiky go. green hair and overweight Ghostbuster fans. But it was a really sad story. Kind of like told his life story in four paragraphs, where he <laughs> doesn't have any relationship with anyone. Basically, like he when he was in middle school, he had almost no friends. And then that didn't change in high school and in college. And now, you know, he's a total incel and has no relationships, no ability to uh, 
to be with people. You're right, Aria. This can be changed. I know, but how does that even happen? How do you go through middle school without having any friends? I I don't know. It's crazy. They exist. That absolutely exists. Those people exist, and those are the people who have no ability to interact with other humans. I know that they exist. I just... I have to think that they don't. They didn't have friends in middle school. You know, when when it's easier than ever to make friends mm-hmm. because they didn't want any friends. Well, anyway, those are the kind of people who are going to marry dolls. Yes, you know, and or than, and or have relationships with their anime yeah. uh, star. Well, now this is also an interesting detail about this story. Is as as you looked into this Hatsune Miku uh, aria, we discovered that she quote unquote isn't just an anime doll. Because, again, this man married a doll of this person. She's allegedly not even in anime. She just looks like she belongs in an anime. She's drawn in that, that style. But apparently what, is, what it is that she is is a vocaloid. And now this is another a, new word. This another is new term. <laughs> I had not heard of. Uh, it is software, according to Wikipedia, that uh, originally hey, came by the, out. By the way, it sounds like something from Doctor Who. It, uh, it, it originally came out in 2004, and it is a commercial product by the Yamaha Corporation that essentially is a synthesizer for singers. So this character is a more recent Vocaloid episode or, or iteration or release or whatever, and apparently there's something like uh, 22,000 songs that have been written with this character as the main singer, and it's all, I presume, done by her fans and the people that use this Vocaloid software to create music. You played some of it during the break, and it's so ear-screechingly bad. <laughs> it is, uh, I would I would be... I would feel sorry for our listeners if we actually played any of it on the air. Yeah, but if you put some death metal to that, you would totally be listening to it. There may be. You could look it up. Look for Hatsune I'm, Miku death metal. I'm I bet sure that's, did that. that's all, probably all of baby metal is using this this program. <laughs> you said 22,000 songs, right? Yeah. So so the fans, and, and what, 20 years now? Uh, 15 years? No, no. I don't know when she came out. No, no, no. Uh, this Vocaloid program. Vocaloid's been around since 2004. She is, uh, oh, apparently 2007. There you go. So, I mean. She's been around for a while. That makes sense. 22,000 songs. You had the fans who were using this program. I'm surprised this hasn't caught on in the States. Being able to just input Well, in, it's input completely some, stupid. Input. What, well, Why? I mean, there's this all is kinds a, of... This is a neat... Look, at, look, at, real... look, at, look at Bonnie over there on her rap. She's probably putting animal ears on her on her portrait. The What is the... <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, these the silly ears, The cat ears, yeah. Bonnie, do you want this microphone to respond to him? I mean, so I, I actually think this is so much more uh, entertaining to actually create a song. You just input the lyrics and you find a beat that you like and you put it together. And you get a singer. I used to play with a, a program singer. called Fruity Loops, which is basically a drum machine that you just you can input all your little tricks. Yeah, there's a sounds. lot of people that make music on these programs. Yes, and I so. hate them. Well, okay. <laughs> I, I play an actual instrument sure that requires you do. You're, actual skill. You know I'm the synth guy. I love that sound. And it's it's a, it's another instrument. Synth has its place. Yeah, I was going right? to say that's not fair because it, people that make electronic music have skill in music creation. Yeah, going back to sure. Doctor Who, have you ever seen the making of the original Doctor Who theme? No. The, it's like it's like the first synth oh, production wow. ever, and it, the way they put that. Oh wow! It's just a, and if you, you know the theme the I'm talking talent, about, yeah. so they yeah. they are putting <laughs> sounds good, together, they're putting sounds together anal, all analog style, and mm-hmm. they're replaying them. It's bizarre how 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 so com- it is. It was so complicated yeah. compared to say it's Fruity Loops, now. which is yeah. you just put some put a drum beat down, lickety split, and you got a song in 
two minutes. But you still have to have an ear for music. You still yes. have to have some idea of composition and knowing what you're doing. And I say this as someone who does not know what he's doing and has never attempted to do anything like this. You know, some of that stuff is going to be bad. Probably of the 22,000 songs, probably 21,900 and <laughs> yes. some are terrible. Are absolute crap. Well, you've heard people That's going to assessment. the karaoke. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking especially uh, people of a, oh, yeah. of a particular country. It's, the, sorry, it's horrible. There's they all, the they all sound like Shatner singing Space, uh, Space Man or whatever. The number is 603-283-6160. If you want to weigh in on Vocaloids, marrying anime dolls, it's this bizarre world we live in. There's more to say about it coming up in hour number two. It's 603-283-6160. It's Free Talk Live. Insight Daily Radio. Conversations with today's most interesting artists and creators. Author, humorist, and radio personality Garrison Keillor has been a fixture in popular culture since the 1970s with more than 30 best-selling books and his Prairie Home Companion radio program. And he has a new book entitled Boomtown, a Lake Wobegon novel. We caught up with Garrison to chat about his new book and the creative journey that continues to bring Lake Wobegon to life. I did throw into some of the dialogue, not my dialogue, uh, but into other people's uh, dialogue, some words that I could never use on the radio. And I can't use them now because I grew up fundamentalist and I wouldn't know how to say them in the right way. Obscene words, uh, but I tossed them into the book, you know, just I, I put one, two actually, into the mouth of Pastor Liz, the Lutheran minister. I have her say words I couldn't use on the radio. It's, it was very exciting. I don't know how she felt about it, but uh, but there it is. That's author and humorist Garrison Keillor, whose new book, Boomtown, a Lake Wobegon novel, has just been released and is now available wherever books are sold. Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live, the number... If you want to join us here at 603-283-6160, that's 603-283-6160. We just keep digging into this story that at first was just about a man in Tokyo who's married an anime-looking doll. Turns out the doll is a doll of not an anime character, but of a another fictional type of character a vocaloid ian we're going down the rabbit hole yeah this is deeper and deeper than we thought it's very interesting and uh, the whole culture revolved around this really is true there's uh, thousands of people who've married inanimate dolls uh in tokyo or in japan apparently and you know it's spreading to other places for sure but the character in this particular case is a uh what they call a vocaloid and what that is is software that allows you if you're a musical creator or you want to be one and you've got the idea for a song in your head and of course there's you mentioned some software uh, conan that people can use to create music well there's now also software and there's been apparently since 2004 at least this vocaloid software where you type out the lyrics you want i presume you can choose from different voices but one of the characters is this uh, hatsune miku <coughs> And she, quote-unquote, will sing the song for you. 
Yeah, that's really weird, man, uh, because there's a lot of variables, you know, in singing. It, it can't be as simple as just typing out some lyrics and telling Like inflections it. in your yeah. voice. and. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm i curious. I, I'm tempted to play with this thing now. Just to see how I, it works. I, yeah. I, I'm, like I said, I think, it, I think it could be very entertaining. But I mean, as far as the simplicity, I mean, you have, I mean, all of pop songs these days, like all of them mm-hmm. are written by a couple of dudes. Who's, well, that's been the case since like the sixties. Spe- yeah, uh, yeah, but you have these you have these very talented musicians who specialize in not just uh, you know they actually they actually break it down and turn it into math. It's like what they know when to put the hook. They know how many beats mm-hmm. and how and they use the same chords sure. for all of these songs, and they just play them. They just change the tempo, or they the change hits. the rhythm, and uh, and they know what works. Because they've spe- this is their specialty. Yeah, it's been experimented on over, and they've tested them with audiences or whatever. So why can't you have some very smart programmers who do the same thing with technology? With uh, uh, vo- uh, this, this it's being done. There's it's a being done. As you we... look for Hatsune Miku on YouTube, and you'll find she's got. I just did a search by uh, view count, fifty six million views for one of her songs, quote unquote, from uh, from twenty twelve. With complete with graphics done by Sega, <laughs> that makes nothing but sense. <laughs> no, that doesn't make any sense. It Conan. makes perfect sense because one day we are not even going to need to hire human being actors. Yeah, and and watch them in court having having spats, learning about what they did to each other and did what to each other in their bed. <laughs> we'll just, we'll just we'll just have these computer generated AI. Which will do everything for us. Let's go to uh, Sam. He's on the line in Ohio. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Go ahead, Sam. Yeah. Hey, Ian. So I just keep reading these ridiculous headlines about Florida man did this or whatever. And since I know you're from Florida, I just wanted to hear what you had to say about all these ridiculous headlines that come out all the time. Dude, okay, it is us- it is hot in Florida. People give us an do- example of a recent one that caught your attention. Uh, Florida man beat other person over the head with chicken wing <laughs> <laughs> okay um that's I not mean, that's it's, a, it's a meme it's not a very good one florida man is a meme i mean there's crazy stories from everywhere it's just for whatever reason the mainstream media started putting the words florida man in front of it, uh, does, it, it, it does appear that there's a lot of crazy people who somehow originate it or- just gets you more hits on the internet that's all you put florida man in your story and it's like boom you get more more view count for the well, story well if, if there is any truth to it i haven't seen the numbers that that would be an interesting uh study to, to to see all of the the wacky headlines and where they originate from but i know it's very hot it, it is, is very yeah. humid and i think that might agitate people I Could think be. they just might. I gotta get out of this place. I gotta get out of this house. You're gonna find plenty my air, of my white air conditioning trash. is broken. The fan doesn't work. I'm, this trailer is hot. Of trailer trash in other other states, you know. And Red, I just rednecks, don't. hicks, hillbillies. Yeah. I don't know if country there's folk. Good. All I'm trying to say is that you hear more about it. That's all. I just find it kind of funny. Yeah, it's it's because it's become a meme. I just I don't know if there's any real truth to the idea that Florida man is somehow trashier or worse or whatever more consistently entertaining than other other people elsewhere but i will admit there are some very entertaining stories out and there and they do seem to come from florida uh sam any comments on uh, hatsune miku or marrying anime dolls i think it's weird 
Thank you, Sam, for the call tonight. Appreciate it. The number is 603-283-6160. But, of course, as you pointed out, Conan... It's cultural. It's it weird. Is, it's not acceptable it, in that country. Into the United States, but it's in, weird. But in Asia, it is... I'm not sure how acceptable it is in Japan, though. Thousands, thousands of people. Thousands of people. Yeah, but they're not, like, taking their waifus home for yes. their family reunion. Yes, and they are. F- they're taking them out to dinner. They're they, taking them to movies. They're taking them out to the bench to feed the pigeons. They've married them. They've married these characters. We haven't heard anything in this story about someone taking their waifu out to a movie theater, man. We haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> we got on the Vocaloids. All right, No, yes, fair they're enough. taking them out to dinner. This is, and it's not culturally frowned upon. It's their thing. I, it's, it's, I it's, think they got to be getting weird looks, man. Yeah, by the by, the old boomer Japs, mm. Japanese. Not the the youngers are all about it. The the, her, the hermit the hermit class. <laughs> I'm just picturing myself, you know, walking into like the Vietnamese place here in Keene and seeing somebody sitting there with like a sex doll at the table with them. It's just be like, dude, what? No, <laughs> give, it, give it a few years. We're always a little behind. He wants the world. By the way, this is uh, the man who married this uh, doll, Akihiko Kondo is his name. He's the real one. He says he wants the world to know that people like him are out there. And with advances in artificial intelligence and robotics allowing for more profound interactions with the inanimate, that their number are likely to increase. And I think he's right about that. Yeah. Uh, for for the fact that people say this is weird right now, it is likely going to start becoming more common in the United States with a lot of people who cannot interact with other humans and would rather just turn within and be completely uh, cut off yeah. from the rest of the world until and, until the pendulum swings back the other way. I mean, and that's and I think that we are at the 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 the, the tipping point. So t- I think towards what more social interaction. I I think that it is only going to become natural that that we will get back to community values mm-hmm. because we've gone so far left uh, that it just it, we can't really go any further. It's going to collapse. It's going to crash, and then they're going to go back to more traditional uh, type of culture, uh, which is just the way that it works. Um, because this, because this he's, normal, because though. this because this guy isn't going to have babies. He can't. No, he's, not. He's, he's not going to be able to continue this uh, past his own life. And 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 it, it, so that's the end of the Darwin says if you you know that the, the if he has a child it means less time for his doll exactly <laughs> okay. but he can't he the, this this type of ideology won't continue past this guy hmm. uh, so what so the question is how are the Zoomers uh, going to pick up the slack what are they going to do the Zoomers are the ones doing this no no no, no, no. thirty eight the guy the guy oh, in my God, article twenty mind. the guy from my article is like sixty something. <laughs> It's not unusual for a work of art to provoke real emotions, anger, sorrow, joy, and the phenomenon of desiring the fictional is not unique to Japan. This is from DNYUZ.com. But the idea that fictional characters can inspire real affection or even love may well have reached its highest expression in modern Japan, where the sentiment has given rise to a highly visible subculture and become the basis for a thriving industry. See, that's sort of where the issue is, though. I mean... Uh, people develop emotional attachments to inanimate objects and things like that. That's generally a way of coping with abandonment mm-hmm. and isolation and things like that. Treating them like they're real. You know, even having a sex doll, I'm not going to say is particularly weird to each their own. However, developing an emotional attachment to that sex doll suggests that you're dealing with some abandonment or isolation issues that you, you should be dealing with in a healthier way than finding a wife or marrying your pillow or whatever it is these people are doing. You have, you have a mental health issue and you need to find a way of dealing with that productively. Yeah, but why so many? 
it, do all of these does, does this growing numbers of this growing numbers of people do they all have mental issues probably almost by definition they're by, marrying pillows and sex dolls they, by, they have they by have the way can I, can I just say the most disturbing part about all of this this is so unhygienic Taking your sex doll out to the to the dinner to is it? Well, uh, we don't know if he's having sex with this doll. It's not been made clear that there's an actual sex doll involved. In, at least this man. Uh, we'll give it a more, shower. There's more coming up I here. Moments. It's free talk live. It's Free Talk Live, and you can join us here. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Here tonight, it's Ian. Aria. And Conan. And you can join us online. Head over to freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features waiting for you there. Lots of stuff uh, on freetalklive.com. Archives go back for many years and downloadable for free. So head over to freetalklive.com. As of now... Thankfully, we cannot be replaced by Vocaloids because we have to think up new things to say every single moment. But, but one day, but well, maybe someday. I mean, we might even be we might even be training the, the new, new AI. Well, no, no, the new AI that that is going to take over as we speak. I it think might, it will it be dead before it AI might be gets to Google. That point. We might be every time someone is searching and and adding to the internet. Google is sitting there learning from all of all of the. All of human cultures all across the, the the planet are inputting and it's learning and evolving as we speak. Could be. But for now, you have to talk to us. You can't talk to uh, a Vocaloid Google. at this point. Vocaloids, as we've learned tonight, is a software that has been in, around since 2004. There have been different iterations. New versions of it, of course, have come out over time, likely becoming more complicated and, and better at doing what it does. Which and it's is, very expensive, by the way. Oh, is it? 225 for uh, the standard version. The, 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 225 bucks For the smallest That's package. not that bad. I mean, if you premium, think about it, if premium you're, is 360. If you're a pro music producer, and just think of how much it would cost you to hire a vocalist to come into a studio. Like, you've come up with a song, you want to produce it, and you want to pay a human who's got to come in and take take after take after take until they finally, hopefully, get it right. Yep. You're paying them by the hour or whatever. And that's what I was saying in the last segment. Get rid of these actors. Right. Replace them with AI. A, a Re- replace them with a Vocaloid. And then it, so that, that's the next step. So yeah. now you have something that can actually sing. That's right. A $300 yeah. program that can do whatever kind of singing, apparently, that you want it to. Now, we don't know. Now, Aria, you're saying you might actually try it just to see how it goes. I'm not spending 300 bucks on this nonsense, though. <laughs> I bet there are ways. There are, I'm <laughs> um, sure there are ways, but yes. But uh, but just to see what it, it can do. And I remember there was something in the uh, the like the broadcast industry industry publications talking about something similar for commercial production, where you can go and you know type in words and have different voices say those words who are not actual humans. And I tried it out and. It's almost there. Like if you if you know what you're listening for, you could easily say, "Oh yeah, it's a this is a robot." There are but, plenty of newscasts, talking heads, which are in fact these programs. Oh, is that right? They're, they they've just input the uh, the the audio. I mean the uh, the the uh, the the, uh, the message. Yeah, and uh, you don't have to pay an actor. Which, is it like which, a which, computer by the way, generated person? Yep. Yep. Okay. In fact, let me. See. I'm going to try to find some examples of that. Might be something interesting to play on the on the show. Well, let's go first to uh, Major Payne in Michigan. You're on Free Talk Live, Major. Hey, good evening. Yes, sir. Yeah, one of our fearless leaders, Camilla Harris, has uh, 
Oh, she's been vaccinated one, two, three, four times now. Ha, ha, ha. She's caught in the thing again. Yep, and the same thing. And, and, uh, same oh, with she's Jen's, had it more than once? The, 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 the COVID virus, yeah, she's already had it once, I guess. Uh, now she's caught it again. Yeah, same thing but with Jen the funny part, but Yeah, the, fun, the funny part that really convinces me that God has a sense of humor is that her last vaccination she got on April Fool's Day. Huh. Yeah, that's it. That is interesting. Uh, and of course, they always say the same prayer when they have this. They, they give the same public prayer to you know Fauci and the, the. Oh, if I didn't have the vaccines, this would be so, so much, much worse. worse. Yep, every single oh, yep, time. Yep. That, that has no basic basis in fact, though. That's it's just, belief. It's a prayer. It's a religion. I You're know. absolutely right. Well, she- She's she's working from home and nobody's seen her, so nobody can actually say whether she's symptomatic or not symptomatic. Mm-hmm. But I'm right. I mean, the people that are have that have gotten the shots are the ones that are dropping dead. There are well, some of those people. They, they some di- some are dying, some are getting sick, some are getting the virus again. Well, um, yeah, well the, the the people that got natural immunity are faring a whole lot better. Well, they're not talking, but they're not talking about that. That fact. No, and they never, they never will because they ain't gonna make Pfizer no money. Nope, it That's ruins true. and it ruins the narrative. But Thank hey, you, but you know what? Now we've got Ukraine. Now we've got something else to worry about. Some some other religion. Some other um, uh, uh, prayers. Pr- prayers for the children. Thank you, Major. Appreciate the call tonight. The number is six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty. So we're what started this whole conversation. Uh, is this man in Japan who uh, is one of apparently thousands who've married inanimate characters. In this case, a Vocaloid character that someone made some dolls out of. He went ahead and uh, quote-unquote married that in an unofficial ceremony, of which there is video. RT has video footage of this uh, this actually happening. The, they, uh, they talk about the feelings that these characters evoke in them. The Japanese word for the feelings that they inspire is mo, a term that has become shorthand for just about anything that is viscerally adorable. Business seminars have talked about tapping the Mo market, and the government has promoted the notion in relation to cartoons as an important cultural export. The word and other specialized terms have resonated beyond Japan with what are called fictosexuals abroad, often adopting them to articulate their own experience of love. While unofficially marrying fictional characters remains rare, the economic juggernaut that has grown around Japanese fan culture since the late 70s has made it possible for many more people to live out elaborate fantasies with their favorite characters. Quote, you have the comics, the cartoons, the games kind of building up a sort of infrastructure where characters become more important to people, said Patrick Galbraith, associate professor in the School of International Communication at Senshu University in Tokyo, who's written about the subject extensively. In Tokyo, two districts, that's physical areas, have become meccas for fulfilling character-based dreams. Akihabara for men and Ikebukuro for women. Specialty shops in the neighborhoods are packed with merchandise for characters from popular games and anime. The products for women are especially extensive. Fans can buy love letters from their crushes, reproductions of their clothes, and even scents meant to evoke their presence. Hotels offer special packages featuring spa treatments and elaborate meals for people celebrating their favorite character's birthday. And on social media, people post photos, art, and mash notes promoting their oshi, a term widely used by Japanese fans to describe objects of their affection. Now, if you look at what happens in the United States, 
people get into their favorite TV shows, right? They, they, they get they in. They love their actor, actress. And they do. They love watching the drama. And they watch three weeks of court cases because they just, sure. you know, they're gods. And there are magazines, that uh, People Magazine, Us Magazine. There's magazines that are all about these, uh, you know, tabloid people-esque, follow the stars. Oh, who's, you know. Who's yeah, but no with one who? is marrying a, a pillow that's shaped like Johnny Depp or whatever. <laughs> Not yet. Not and, yet. I'm, and I'm just thinking of, I don't know, footage of, uh, you know, many, many years ago before my day. Uh, of some of the Beatles and Elvis and the and the, the women the that women. were just they were going crazy and it's like I don't know that I've seen that physically but I'm sure people in their heads these days they're mm-hmm. still there we haven't really changed so Cyberpunk I mean, 2077 though it does have a character based off Keanu Reeves who apparently looks a lot like Keanu Reeves and is he voiced by Keanu Reeves I think so yeah. isn't there another but you can't marry this character or have any relationship with them in the game and not yet it, we're, well, we're waiting for that patch. we're waiting for that mod yeah. slash patch they're never going to patch that in apparently however oh, a, a fan yeah. will fans will Leave it to the fans. They don't have Keanu Reeves to voice it. How are they going to patch that in? You you have to have the actor to do that. Hundreds of hours of movies of him talking. Yeah, you could. There's programs that can do that stuff. More coming up. It's Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. We're talking about an interesting and some would say disturbing phenomenon of love for a character. And I'm not talking about, like, typical fandom. Although these are, I think, just differences in degrees, right? I like, don't know, man. We talked about Doctor Who earlier. Like, uh, I love Clara, the character for the... Was, I, 10 or 11 i don't remember which doctor it was but she was great but would you marry her i would marry the actress <laughs> oh, oh, was, she, was she playing a robot no she was playing a person one of his assistants yeah uh one of his companions but that's so so you thought was the character's name i don't know what the actress's name was so a fictional character mm-hmm which is actually played by an a, a real person. But I wasn't person. attracted to the fictional character. I was att- attracted to the really hot actress. Oh, okay. So you, uh, you're physically attracted to the actress. You don't really love the quote-unquote character. That's a different statement. You know, I'm the other way around because I hate these actors, actors and actresses. I, most of them are, are buffoons. We don't know anything about them. Most of them are leftists, for sure. For sure. Yeah. But the, oh, but the, actual, the, the actual fictional character, that's someone that has an actual background that might be a hell of a lot more um, uh, interesting. Yeah, but it's fictional. But but that's the whole point. Why do people read books or watch movies or do anything that's in another reality? It's escapism. Mm-hmm. That's right. Why yeah, do people that, play video games? I, and, that's and very love different with, from falling in love with a fictional character. But it's though. only it's a the difference same in thing. degrees. Okay, so... If, if, if anything, like I said, this guy has a vivid imagination. If anything... He's taking it to the next level. So a lot of people, so I don't like watching, spending all my time watching pro TV because I would rather be doing something that I interact with like a video game where it's just, it, 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 it takes more of me. It mm-hmm. takes more of, you know, input. Yeah. Whereas okay. that yeah, I can just sit down and veg out watching sure. a show. There's a, there's a lot more involved, but this guy's taking it to the next level where he's actually creating, he's probably got nicknames for and they probably have he he has a quote-unquote relationship favorite pastimes and he's got and he's got more than one too so i guess one is not enough this is in my opinion just another degree of like fan fiction 
right? Yeah. Like think about all the people that do fan fiction or and, cosplay. Yeah, that that's another factor. Or go or yeah. go to events. They go to right. whole, they go to these events and where play they, the character. Yep, right? yep. Uh, medieval times. Yeah. So I mean, this. I mean, we look at this and say, oh, what a weird thing. But I mean. This is just another thing. How is really? this any different than some Civil War en- uh, enactor? Mm. Uh, was it called? Reenactment. Reenactment. Yeah. Re-enactment. Well, that's done for entertainment purposes. The, the, this guy's doing this to satisfy his need for entertainment. companionship. Uh. No, he's <laughs> doing it to satisfy his need for companionship because he's isolated and lonely. Yeah. Why do people dress up in... That's in... very different from my old grandfather going out to a Civil War Well, the reenactors are getting together with other humans. Yeah, so this they're is playing, true. This is they're, true. They're playing a game, but they're together. reenacting something that's you know. I, why would you ever want to be on the losing team? For example, the difference is killed. the difference is between someone who plays a murderer in a, in a movie and someone who goes out and actually kills people. Like one of these is real, the other one's playing a character for entertainment purposes. We'll talk more about what the mm-hmm. uh, the phenomenon that is uh, really just a thing in Tokyo, apparently, where there's even districts. Of shopping districts, where people can go and buy things from their favorite characters and and become ever more drawn into their fantasy world. Let's go first, though, to TJ the Spy, calling us on our SIP line, which you can access anytime you want uh, when we're on the air over at sip.freetalklive.com. Uh, that's sip.freetalklive.com. Go ahead, TJ. Thanks, brother. I just wanted to say uh, congratulations on if you uh, bet 30, uh, the over, the under, the number of charges in the superseding indictment, you win. So, and, and no hard feelings. I know I proposed to marry you so that I wouldn't be forced to be testifying against you at your trial. And you said no. And James said he's totally fine with it, though. <laughs> but I understand, and I don't think they're going to call me because I didn't know anything, but... Uh, I wanted to talk about Bitcoin gold because I was going over the uh, bill of particulars where they seized your Cassius coin that you got from Roger Ver. Uh huh, that's right. And yeah. they redeemed the Bitcoin, obviously, using the secret key. And they also redeemed the Bitcoin cash, which is a fork of Bitcoin. They did, yes. That's right. And they forgot to redeem the Bitcoin gold. We shouldn't is be a telling them those Bitcoin. things, TJ. <laughs> well, <laughs> they also, by that token, they forgot to redeem the Bitcoin SV, didn't they? Did they take the uh, wrong? Yes. Did they I, take I the wrong they, Bitcoin vending machine too? These guys didn't know what they were doing. They took all of the Bitcoin vending machines after so. they after they realized they grabbed the wrong machine and they came all the way the back. Safe. I think they took the safe. Uh, I'm talking from, about that the uh, the store. Yeah, they took the store safe and realized they shouldn't have done that. Mm. That was what happened. Yeah, at least that's what I've heard. So, so yeah. Well, um, anyway, are, uh, how are you how are you feeling? You holding up well? I assume no, you're not like. Like in tears and no, ready to no. Jump I mean, off we knew building, this was right? going to. Okay, cool. Yeah, we knew that this was going to uh, likely happen. I mean, it's none of us are enjoying this process, uh, but it is what it is, and we're going to do the best we can to uh, to fight well, these. Well, I'm praying for you guys, and I hope it's a clean sweep. And all I want to know is, are you going to go to a woman's prison if she gets convicted? We don't know. That's another excellent question. Let's hope we don't ever have to find out. Aria, I think you're a wonderful co-defendant just because this this whole trial is absurdity piled upon absurdity piled upon more absurdity. And I just thought, you know, I I wish Rich wouldn't have taken the plea deal, of course, because I would have loved to have had a defendant named nobody testify at the trial. Mm. That would have been, you know, just and the whole you know, naming the so trans reform satanic anarchist church or whatever. I mean, you know, like the jury, I don't know how they're going to react, but it's definitely going to be an entertaining trial. I mean, it, it will be entertaining. Uh, 
I, I, I sort of wish, you know, more people had not taken deals as well, but mm. I understand. I don't blame what, them. No, I understand where they're coming from. And, you know, the, they came at me with the, with the same thing, you know, you, you, you can plead guilty or you can face additional charges. I don't blame anyone for saying, you know what? No, I'm going to take this known variable here and I'm going to stick with that because I know how bad that's going to be. So I don't blame yeah, I, anyone for not being willing to do that. It, it would have been more entertaining, I think, to have, you know, myself, Ian, and nobody up there. But the point of this isn't, I, I hope that, you know, people watching it are entertained, but my goal here is not to entertain anyone. <laughs> no, I know. It's a get not guilty verdict, but uh, Ian always said, if you're not enjoying what you're doing in life, you're doing it wrong or, you know, words to those effects. So I hope you guys aren't like too distressed and, I've been through something similar, so it was hard on me when I went through it. And in hindsight, you're like, yeah, what was the big deal? You know, so what if the government makes all these accusations? But at the time, it was like, how dare they accuse me of this? I'm innocent, mm-hmm. you know? Well, sure, but the worst they can do is, you know, throw me in prison for the rest of my life or kill me or something. I mean, their power to destroy me is limited to that. They, they can't take away my spirit. They can't take away my smile. They can't, they can't do any of that. No matter how much they may want to, I will still be here and I will still be laughing. I'll still be enjoying my life in one way or another. And there's nothing they can do to take that away. Well, good. And I'll be there in November to, where, to be Mr. Bitcoin. Well, it, you know, that presumes the trial goes off that soon. We will see about uh, dates and that sort of thing. And wait, uh, and wait a minute before we lose, TJ. Yeah. What God do you pray to? Because aren't you a bit of a pagan? Uh, <laughs> I, God is, you know what, you know, God is one of those, I pray to the God that gave me James because I was very sad and depressed and miserable and suicidal. And James being in my life, he makes me feel just uh, not happy, but just a hell of a lot less miserable. So which God gets us know. the not guilty verdict? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I've been reading and I just said like, when James was on trial for, you know, parking meters or not uh, when he was on for uh, resisting arrest and filming the police, the jury actually said, does the size of the camera matter when regards to the First Amendment to considering whether he has a right to film? And jurors are very fickle. You don't know which how they're going to rule. Yep. And, you know, I, I know you guys got the best attorneys and you got a good defense and I hope you guys give them hell. Thank you, TJ, uh, for the call tonight. Definitely appreciate it. Uh, we continue here. Olivia is on the line in Arizona. You're on Free Talk Live. Olivia. Hey, so I wanted to add just one more thing to what I said yesterday about uh, recycling. I didn't mean to spark a debate. I just wanted to give a few, like, winners so that people don't log up the work. But uh, I wanted to talk about, like, market recycling in the free market. All right, stand by. We'll uh, continue here in a moment. The number is 603-283-6160. I definitely did spark quite a discussion on last night's show because, well, recycling is for the most part a total government boondoggle and a complete make-work program. But there's more on the way, and Olivia will share her thoughts coming up. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can join the show by dialing in at 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. And Free Talk Live is brought to you by Bitcoin.com. You ready to learn about cryptocurrency like Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash? You can get over to Bitcoin.com, click Get Started right there at the top of the page. 
And that is where you can learn more about cryptocurrency, get the basics down. You can dig in as deep, of course, to this topic as you would like. But a great place to get started is Bitcoin.com. Just click Get Started at the top of the page. If you are not brand new to crypto and you want to get the latest news headlines about Bitcoin and other cryptos, get over to to news.bitcoin.com. They've got them there for you every day. That's news.bitcoin.com. Here tonight, it's Ian. Aria. And Conan. Back to Olivia. Uh, She had a couple things to share. Uh, You had some thoughts on recycling. You're uh, apparently a supporter of the the procedure, Uh, but go ahead with your thoughts. Oh, yeah. So you kind of favored more of recycling in the marketplace. So I just wanted to mention a few a few pointers for recycling in the marketplace, which is those plastic bag collection uh, bins that they have, like at the front of Walmart to recycle the, the plastic bags that you use. Um, I see people putting all kinds of plastic in there, and it should really only be number two or number four, like stretchy um, plastic film, not cling wrap, not cling wrap, but um, like clean plastic bags, that, and you can tell if it's number two or number four plastic because if you rip it, it'll tear in like waves. It'll make little waves or ripples on the tear. If it tears in a straight line, like a like a Tootsie Roll bag or something like that, you, you can't recycle it in those bins. So I just wanted to throw that out there because people will throw anything in there, and it can only be those two number two and number four soft plastic bags. Uh, I'm sort of surprised that people are returning Walmart bags to Walmart. I assume everyone, or at least most people, reuse them as like trash bags or or litter bags or whatnot. Yeah, Yeah, I I I reuse all of mine. By the way, we used to collect uh, those plastic bags at our recycling center, and they they reneged on that. They said no more Hmm. because it was getting caught in the gears. Wow. So if you don't have the right machine to process those plastic bags, they can be very uh, problematic. So they said, nope, no more of that. Just throw them in the trash, Mm -hmm. and we'll we'll, we'll just bury them in the hill. That's what I said last night. I was like, don't put plastic, don't bag your recycling, don't put bags and cords and electronics in the recycling bin. Like, please take those to Best Buy because they jam the rollers. Or just throw it all um, out because recycling is a total waste of time. Yeah, because you know what, Olivia, I don't think there's a whole lot of product out there that actually is profitable to recycle. I mean, there are with the exception of metal, with the exception of metal, especially aluminum. Yeah, Uh, I'm looking at a list right here. I didn't even realize cooking oil. Is 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 a good thing to recycle. They can actually turn that into you know re- can reuse that. But uh, appliances, electronics. You mean like vegetable oil? Because yep. I know like big corporations like um, um, Burger King, McDonald's, these these sort of play- fast food places, they recycle theirs. Yeah, well, or they know someone who is actually has a vehicle who is who could r- run on r- it. Uh, uh, what am I looking for? The uh, converted into a uh, mm-hmm. a vegetable oil burner. Uh, and that's that's the way to do it. Another one is car batteries, and of course to, back to scrap metal. But things like glass and cardboard, I mean, they're See, they're spending more money breaking that down and reusing it than they are, and actually just. I mean, I'm Plus sorry. A car I mean, battery, I'm, dude. I'm, if someone wants to recycle, I, I have a used car battery sitting in my yard right now. Someone wants to recycle, lead. they they are welcome to come and get it. But I am not lugging that thirty pound <laughs> car battery off to the recycling you just, plant. Just do what all other New Englanders do and just bury it. Oh. God, do people really do that? I've I've been at my house for ten years now. I'm still digging up trash out of my yard that, that was buried like thirty years ago. I'm not burying a car. Battery. Olivia, what else did you want to share tonight? Oh, just just real quick to that, and then I had one other thing to ask. Um, no, don't put your car battery or oil in the recycling bin, like. The, the car battery would go. No, you like dump the oil out in the backyard directly. There's a special place. There's a special. <laughs> there's a special place at our at our recycling center where you put car batteries. All in, 
air conditioners and refrigerators and the whole nine. But yeah, you're right. Absolutely. This is and have you seen those yellow uh, book bins slash clothing bins that yeah, they had sure. all over town that they removed during COVID? You know why they yeah. removed them, don't you? According to the, what they said, it's because people were throwing bullcrap in them, trash, really? like actual trash. I heard it was due to COVID or something that they no. put, they pulled them out. No, they were tired of people throwing trash in them. Well, then why did they put them back? They're not back. They're back, dude. Really? Yeah. But the book bins? No, I looked into it, man. No, not the book bins. The clothing uh, I bins. I don't even care about the book bins. That's where I get my books. Okay. Well, <laughs> you mentioned the clothing bins, dude. Those yeah. were all over town. And I know they got rid of them due to COVID because that's why I looked into it. I was pissed. We had a whole bunch of clothes. Really? We, we wanted to donate. And I went down to where I normally would drop it in the bin and the damn bin was gone. So I looked and then we looked in another place and it was gone from there too. That company, they didn't go out of business because obviously they're back now, but for whatever reason due to covid they literally removed all of their bins wow that's probably a scam program too it might be well it's a way of screwing over the poor right the people most likely to not be vaccinated according to them yeah the people most likely to get sick in a in a way and not have the the heat or the 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 wellness and i don't think they're nutrients to take care of themselves now they also don't get clothes clothes. i don't think they're donating to anybody in the states i think those are all going overseas uh olivia what was your question Oh, I wanted to ask you what it's like to be a minister. Like, what what ministerial? Uh, yeah, what God do you pray to, you Ian? Uh, what what was what? the last part of your question? I'm sorry. Oh well, like what what your what your ministry is? I guess outside of Free Talk Live, or like what I guess services you offer, or I don't know. Just I sure. was really curious about it. Are you a Unitarian minister? Or? No. Uh, so the Shire Free Church is a interfaith church. And so that means anyone of any faith is welcome as long as you are of peace and an advocate of peace because Shire Free Church is a peace church. That is what its mission is, is to foster peace. So everything that you know the church does is with that in mind. And so we have a lot of different outreach uh, projects that we do. Uh, I find it to be very rewarding and you know it's nice to be able to help people. Um, one of the outreach projects, as you've identified, is Free Talk Live. It is a program of the Shire Free Church for the purposes of not being overtly religious every single night, but to have the message of peace as our basis and to spread that out there on well, broadcast radio. religious, right? Because Rush Limbaugh or any of these people on Fox News or MSNBC, they wouldn't characterize their shows as religious shows, but... We know that what they're doing is they're peddling the state religion. They are That's priests true. of the state religion, yeah. whether whether it's readily identifiable as that or not. And we we have an alternative religion outside of the state religion, one that is built on peace instead of force and violence. Correct. And we so want to get that out there. So we are spreading our religion each night. It's just not We're religion. not singing hymns. We're right. not doing the more oh, – it's not overtly – uh, this is what you would expect, and it, I don't think it has to be, uh, to to be a religious show. And so that's what we do here. There's also a lot of other outreach programs we are involved in in the local community as well, uh, spreading the ideas of peace and and liberty. Thank hey, you. But isn't Olivia, there a certain the element of the supernatural when it comes to religion? And if that's not a part of, is that if that's not a key component, it's not really religious. It's just an ideology. Mm, the belief in a religion, and I do have a religious belief. Uh, but yeah, religion has to do with sort of the uh, the nature of the universe, basically, and what you believe about that. 
And I do have my beliefs about that. I'm a pan and right, right. But I mean, if we're talking, if we're talking politics and basically, well, you know, we are talking a lot about how to treat your fellow man, how to live and communicate with each other, and not be, you know, not kill them, take their things, be mean to them. I think the greater deity that the average person believes in, whether they realize it or not, is this mythical entity called the state. Whereas the one that we believe in is this not an entity, but this concept of love and peace. And to me, God is love. The universe is God. I mean, these are all one and the same. And so to foster peace is a mission from God, in my mind. Now, you're the Satanist in the room. So, I mean, we have a lot of, I think, similar beliefs, but I wouldn't describe myself maybe in exactly the same way as as you, Arya. No, but I would certainly qualify as at least a pantheist, if not necessarily a panentheist. Mm -hmm. I don't remember the distinction between the two at the moment. It's, It's really not important what... What I believe, you know, the creator of the universe is like or anything like that. The, the important takeaway from a religion is, you know, what what is being done by this religious idea to improve the world or to make the world a better place. Like Christianity, I don't define Christianity by its belief in Jesus or Yahweh or whoever. I think about Christianity and what is it actually doing to make the world better? Well, a Christian is supposed to be somebody who... Is uh, turning the other cheek and well, who's, right. you know, who's loving acting their neighbor. like Christ. Right. Right. And so many of them fail at that. Right. And that's the way I view most religious ideas. What they what they teach about what's going to happen after they die is meaningless to me. I don't care about that. I'll deal with that when I'm dead. What's important to me is what what are you doing right now to inspire people to be better, to do better, and to exist better and to help one another. Yeah. And that's where so many of these religions drop the ball. And then you have the state which goes the complete opposite direction, teaches people to hate and to be violent and right. to turn against one another. There's well, more as, coming up. As I see it, most religions Aria, they do go that way. They go that route because they're afraid of where they're going to go after they die. And that's the whole point of it. The number, if you want to join us here at 603-283-6160, whether you want to talk about theology or whatever happens to be on your mind, marrying dolls, it is Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live. You can join us here and you can share your thoughts on whatever happens to be on your mind. The main topic tonight, though, has been the apparent growing popularity of people marrying inanimate objects that are, in some cases, tied to computer programs. Uh, We're talking about a man in Japan who has married a... uh, what do they call it? A Vocaloid, I believe was the name of it. They, but, but also inanimate sex dolls. Well, we don't know I if mean, he's having sex with her. We, we know that there are well, dolls. No, I mean, but he's, he has developed a relationship with dolls and a Vocaloid. Correct. But who, is this, who is this basically a, a, a star who, like I mentioned in the movie Her, probably many other Japanese men have also developed a, a, a similar type relationship yeah. with the same person. Hatsune Miku is her name. What was that, Arya? I don't recall. Okay. Uh, so he had a, a marriage to a doll, and she's also a uh, what they call a vocaloid, which is a programmable singer, uh, some sort of uh, technology that has been around since uh, 2004. I do remember what it was. 
it's really not that unusual when you consider nuns, uh, Christian nuns, who consider themselves to be brides of Christ. You know, they, they, they've chosen celibacy. Ooh. They consider themselves to be and the, your, the and future your... brides of Christ. Mm. Our, our previous caller asked us about religion, and that immediately maybe you know, start connecting the two topics that we've been on tonight, the, the downfall of humanity, so to speak. But it's not really a downfall because you've always had monks dedicating them their lives to this inanimate object, this intangible object that isn't isn't real in any physical sense, that isn't mm-hmm. going to reward them in this life for them to live in poverty and wear rags or whatever, and nuns marrying Christ. And but there is a psychic reward for them because they feel good about it. Can you still be... Well, this person feels good about it as well, That's right. right? Can you still be classified as an incel if you have a relationship with Christ? Is it... And and and, and and are and, and are nuns incels, women incels? Because we were talking earlier, do they even exist? They well, do no, exist, a, by no, the way. No, a but... nun is not an incel because the definition of incel is someone who is involuntarily celibate. That's what the word incel comes from. But if it's your nature, a nun is choosing to be you, celibate. All right, so, all right, you're correct. Yeah. But but it's almost it's almost by their nature to be celibate. Not just they're not they're not only choosing it, but it's like a it's like a lifestyle. So it's yeah. you be, you choose to be involuntary. No, that's not that's not how you would that's use the term involuntary, involuntary. though. Mm-hmm. I mean that's that's voluntary celibacy. Yes. The nun is choosing celibacy, an incel is not. An incel would like to have sex with somebody. They just don't believe that it's possible or they hate themselves too much or they they hate other people too much or whatever their reasons are they or cannot they're, or they're socially inept yeah they feel like they cannot have that relationship that could even lead to uh, any kind of voluntary sexual interaction so they are involuntary okay so, here's another so. way to look at that all right another question do some nuns and priests too by the way do they go into their profession because they were originally incels and they're just uh, using maybe. it as an exa- uh, as, a, as an excuse a scapegoat could be i can't get a man i'll just go be a nun I think that's probably true for some of them, but I, I can't imagine it's very many of them. I think most of them are, you know, just genuinely dedicated to to their religious beliefs. And by the way, how many of them are banging the priest, too? The, 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 uh, very the priest few that, of them. The, fr- the, the priests priest who are aren't banging, banging the boys. boys. Right. Let's go to your calls and thoughts here. Uh, Bad Slave in New Hampshire. You're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead. Howdy. Um, hey, Bad Slave. It occurs to me that the... Um, this whole business of dolls and other inanimate objects and, you know, people's devotion to their smartphones and what have you is a, uh, the offshoot of, of governments, uh, uh deciding that, uh, the power of, uh, individual nuclear, nuclear families and uh, communities and and religions you know uh, that that kind of backfilled the uh, the needs of of uh, of you know people you know getting through life and advice and what have you that uh, that that uh, that they're they're trying to destroy. So, so other... is this a, so? Is this a move by the Marxists to destroy the nuclear family by introducing we Americans to lots and lots of porn, and the Japanese? They're being introduced to these. They'd be very interested to see who's who's behind some of these sex doll companies. 
Um, and it, if it is t- some type of global move to actually destroy the the family unit by creating basically dro- more u- more controllable drones. No, I think that's just a lot of, uh, I don't want to use the word conservative, but it, it is a social conservative fear. I, I don't think there's anything unhealthy about, you know, a, a 50-person coven of witches raising six kids or whatever. Those those six kids are going to be, a, they're going to co- grow up just fine as long as the situation in which they're being raised. As long as they're not being beat. or you No, know. as long as the situation in which they're being raised is stable. That's the important thing. That's But that's the problem. That, that is the problem. I don't think that those types of, of communities are by their by their very nature stable. They're easily stable. Uh, have you? They're, they're way more stable than the fifty percent divorce rate we have in the United States. You want to talk about unstable? And let's not mm. let's let's not use coven. A coven let's not just use a coven of witches. Let's go. Let's say some of the communes that you know the hippie communes. There's documentaries where they just. No, no one who, who knew who the parents were. You just had naked kids running around, and a lot of those are are some of the boomers that we're dealing with today. Who are just where are they at? They, when they went boomer, then they I mean they, uh, 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 cancel culture, not cancel culture, but uh, with the uh, '60s culture, and then they all uh, went yuppies, and they were dealing with hippies. the hippies, the hippies. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, yeah, they have you have very clear examples of communes that uh, I don't think were very stable at all. They only, and they only lasted a couple of years because everyone every, hated each other at the end of it. I said that every, every commune or anything like that was stable. I, I pointed out specifically that a, a stable family environment, regardless how you define that family, is the important thing. It, it's gonna If it's unstable, the kid's going to be screwed up, whether it's a mom and dad who beat each other half to death every other week or whether it's you know a, a hippie commune or whatever. So, Bad Slave, are you saying that these dolls are a communist plot? I'm not real clear. That's, actually, that's my thing. <laughs> it's a Marxist yeah, plot. Well, no, I, I, I think it's... It's a government plot, and 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 I and I'm not trying to uh, to define a nuclear family. I'm you know I I, it, I did mention that, but but uh, you know I think a nuclear family is is any family that uh, that that lives together and uh, loves together and uh, and uh, you know takes care of each other. And and uh, so so I I think that that governments uh, don't want regular people to you know be capable of 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 normal life and so there there are all kinds of things that are being introduced in these past decades to uh to interfere and and uh interesting and, uh, theory and- bad slave thank you for the call tonight the number here is 603-283-6160 we do know the government schools are designed to crank out mindless drones who are never going to question their existence never question their their place in life yep. never question the system never question uh quote-unquote authority or any of those and, things. and, and now they and now they've evolved to the next level now they are grooming your kids. They are grooming your kids to uh, not know uh, that talking or having and or discussing and uh, having sexual activities at their 
age is not necessarily probably the right thing to be doing. Yeah, but and that, I have that a, aside, I, let's let's get back to what Bad Slave was talking about here because being from Mississippi, I've heard this BS my entire life from Christians who were convinced the nuclear family is being destroyed. We need we need prayer back in schools. We need the Bible back in schools. And more we, Pledge of Allegiance. We too. need we need husband and wife and straight people and non-trans people. Yeah, but, are they, but are they still hold, hold are they still on, saying on. that? They have never presented one example of anything that's been introduced in the last fifty years. That made society worse. It's just all these vague concepts like, oh, well, it's bad because children aren't reading the Bible in their English class now. Can, can and you- they are still like that, Conan. Yeah, but Arya, look where we're at. They were never reading the Bible in English yeah, class. Yeah, but look where we're at. They've been complaining forever, and now we Nothing are at the, the country is about to fall apart. It's, it's no more about to fall apart than it was 30 years This is years the end ago. of a civilization. Can it happen before 250 November? Years, 250 <laughs> years. How long did Rome last? There's more coming up. It's Free Talk Live. Talk Live. You can join us here at 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. You can also bring up whatever is on your mind. Although the discussion has revolved around and has you know, branched off from, it's been very interesting tonight, just one story, one uh, one little bit of show prep that I didn't realize would uh, would spark so much conversation. Uh, it's the future, Ian. It's here now. Thousands <laughs> of people in Japan are marrying. Having seen the South Park specials that we were just talking about, every time someone says it's the future now, that's immediately what I can think of. Because that, they say that phrase like 30 or 40 times within the first episode. It's the, all right. Would you rather I said it's the new normal? Stay safe. Don't they say that? Stay safe, Arya. (laughs) It's not there yet. It's not normal yet, but it is becoming more popular. That is to say, people having a relationship, quote-unquote, or a marriage with a doll of some sort, some sort of an animate object. And it started out about a man in Japan uh, who's come out publicly about this. He wants to try to normalize it. His name is Akihiko Kondo. There's footage uh, on RT, actually. I'll post all of this on our social media platform at social.freetalklive.com later if you want to take a closer look at this because we're not going to be able to get through uh, all these, you know, the interesting parts of this story. But I was just watching some of the clips from the wedding and uh, he says that they have like vows and during the vows, you hear her voice because she's a what they call a vocaloid. Mm-hmm. So there's this for listeners just tuning in. A vocaloid is a computer program that allows you, if you're a music creator, to uh, add a singer to the music that you've created. So and he used that to make her say "I do" or whatever. The the what do they call it? The uh, the, the vows. So whenever you do the and uh, having to hold and the whatever, or you you can write your own vows, right? So you can say yeah. you know, "I'll love you forever" or whatever. So they said the same vows together. So he spoke at the same time that he played, or whoever it was on the soundboard played her little sound file for the vows. So. And then he kissed. How hammered was the audience to like sit there and <laughs> do this nice right. snickering? Was, the was there an audience? There was a large audience there. I mean, the the whole church was full. And now it's not a huge church. It, it was probably like ten rows or probably or, all uh, journalists. No, I think they were his friends. I think they were his really because that's yeah. what we we're talking about. Why would someone even go down this route if they you know if they don't have friends? It makes perfect sense. But you know we don't really understand 
what the culture is like and, and how accepted this is over there. He does say in the, the little RT documentary that he didn't uh, do well with women when he was younger. Shocking. Yeah. I never would have guessed that this person who married a sex doll voiced by an inanimate object <laughs> that people pay to have singing in their songs is bad with women. Let's go to the phones here. We got Stephen in Georgia. You're on Free Talk Live. Stephen. Hey, um, while we're doing this, like, Cole marrying object thing, can we just get rid of polygamy so I can marry my gun collection so the government can never take my gun? Ooh, that's a good one. You think the judge is going to um, protect that? He's <laughs> probably going to throw that out. I mean, if you can marry a sex doll, can I not marry um, a sex machine? Well, this is I, I don't a, this believe is you this, can marry another thing. Yeah, we, I'm that's, against that's, that. Personally. Yeah, we we talked about this in the in the very beginning. What is the actual definition of marriage? And I don't think that whatever this guy is doing over in Japan is actually can be can be legal. It's not. It's an unofficial ceremony. So it's just yeah, oh, it's play. Does have any legal? Like, there's no legal binding here. No, of course not. How could you marry something that's inanimate? How could you marry something that, that has, has no ability consi- to that consent? Hasn't consented. Yeah. Well, let's back up for a second and talk about why marriage certificates are a thing in the United States. Um, let's just be clear. It's a racism thing. That's right? true. Yeah, it goes back we, to the Civil War, right? Yeah, well, no, it goes back to 1954. Hmm, I heard it went it back was, to the 1800s. I don't, maybe it wasn't the, exactly the Civil War times, but it, uh, the idea was to keep the uh, blacks from marrying the whites. Yep. But now it's an order. It's a tax oh, yeah. break, and it's a way to get some of that earn income credit or all the uh, the whole nine. So it's now it's for tax reasons mm-hmm. and and insurance yeah. reasons and for the legal legal, especially when it comes to your will. I mean, if you go even further back, legal marriage only existed for like the ruling classes and the elites and stuff like that. The average parents uh, peasants just declared themselves to be married, and which is the which is the way it should be. Most people yeah. accepted that to be true because they didn't have the money to go into the cathedral and have their their local you know parishioner actually perform the ceremony. And as far as legal precedent is concerned, in my book, it should be. Uh, the judge asks your neighbors, "Hey, are those two married?" And the neighbors are like, "Yeah, they they live together. They have kids, and they're married. They said that they're married. We believe them." Not all this legal bullcrap. Yeah, I tend to I agree despise with that. it. Are are these individuals? Are these consenting individuals of of sound mind and body? Are they married? Yep. There's yes no, no there's no specification there of gender of number of people involved. It's just are they consenting adults and are they? That's it. That's, that's it. it. Right. <laughs> And you need nothing else beyond that, except for the other people in society to go, oh, okay, you're and, consenting adults. And yet cool. It's, and yet Have it's, a good time. And yet it's been turned into this bastardization sure. of what marriage should be. Well, now and it's a three-party you, 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 agreement. You, exactly. You've got a third party involved, a, a very powerful with guns. They hold all the party. cards. And who imagine can, being so who, who screwed can, up who, in your head that you're like, hey, baby, our relationship is great. Let's involve the government. What was what was this, uh, uh, the act of the, the, the landlord getting to sleep with the, the peasant's wife if he, if he so chose to? It might actually mm. not have ever happened. I, I know what you're talking but it's, about. But yeah, you, you have a third party involved in your marriage who gets yeah. to sleep with your, your wife before you get to. I mean, right. that's exactly what marriage in this country is. That's exactly what legal marriage is. Steven, anything else? Go ahead. Um, I will 100% allow you to shoot my guns if I get to marry them. <laughs> I can't have a gun right now. I'm on bail conditions. But thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. Uh, let's go to Sarah. She's in New Mexico. Sarah, you're on Free Talk Live. Oh, yes. Sarah, when are you going to let Richard make an honest woman out of you? 
Um, yeah, I try to be that. We better be. But I just wanted to Is that bring an up answer? That... Well, you know, I better, I better be an honest person. I'm going to have to I answer to God like all of us do. You didn't That's understand fair. the question, right? You don't know what that means to be an honest, uh, make make an honest woman out of you. It's colloquial. It means to get married. Yeah, it was a joke, Sarah. Oh, okay, okay, um, okay. Oh, I did not understand. Okay. But I just want to bring up that I think we made national news with that bus getting hit, the school bus getting flipped over. I think I heard it on the national news. So well, at least New Mexico weeks. is famous I, for something. I didn't hear any part about a school bus getting flipped over. So why don't you tell me what happened? By the way, the uh, I, the, the word that term was I was looking for was night or right of the first night is where mm-hmm. the landlord gets to sleep with the peasant's wife on on the marriage night. So when did this bus flip over and how many people died and was there any uh, is any of this on camera? So you're newly. Oh, no, you're that, newly... That, that was the, oh no, that was the fun part of it. The most fun part about it. Was whoa, whoa, this is fun. A... This is fun to you. I thought you didn't want this stuff to happen. You see these little kids, um, school kids all dumped to the one side of the bus. (laughs) That doesn't sound like fun. I mean, it's ridiculous. And they had audio audio and video of this. Oh, from like a bus camera. All the buses. I mean, even when I was in uh, high school, they were starting to install cameras. Yeah, this is where you get to see the bus drivers beating on kids. Yeah, I think that's what she's referring to. There might be footage from inside the bus of the thing flipping and the kids like... I don't know if that sounds like fun for the kids, though, Sarah. Thanks for the call tonight. This is not Sarah's thing. You're supposed to not want any of this. Yeah, she's being a little un- inhumane tonight. That's she unusual. loves it when vehicles crash, though, as long I know. as they don't well, hit pedestrians. There's more coming up here. This is Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. And interestingly, this article about the Japanese guy who married a fictional creation, a doll, and also a Vocaloid software... Has a happy ending. It actually gets into who did attend his wedding. I don't think we can talk about that, Conan. (laughs) This this has to be FCC friendly. (laughs) Not yet. Give it another 10 years and it'll have a robot that'll do that for you. Uh, That's probably true. Um, But it gets into actually who attended his wedding. Because you were curious about that, I think, earlier. I said journalists. Yeah. Uh, it gets I think it, it was a bunch of hammered people because they, they, <laughs> they've got to be trash. It's, uh, uh, right no, to... it's part of his. It's actually part of, part of his movement. So half of the half of the attendees were actually human beings, and the other half were them with their dates. There was uh, at least dolls. one doll in attendance, according to the footage at RT. But we'll we'll tell you more about it coming up here. Uh, first, to your calls and thoughts, Jack is calling from Washington State. You're on Free Talk Live, Jack. Oh, just hearing all these stories, there's something going on in those folks' head that's different because I could never imagine falling in love with anything. And have you ever heard of N, uh, was it NPCs? You know, yeah, like yeah. non-player games? character. Yeah, they're all the ones that are yeah. still wearing masks. <laughs> yeah, I think you guys, and I believe I am, were awake. And I think there's a possibility that we're kind of like doing something like that. See, I kind of see like where these people one. are coming from because, I mean, when when I grew up, I had all of these. I I I didn't. I wasn't in love with my stuffed animals or anything like that. But I felt like they were real. They were my best friends, right? Like my most trusted people. But that, I was dealing with like severe abandonment issues and abuse mm. issues and crap. And like how old that. were you at that time? 
A child, right? Yeah, a small a child. child. So, but I could totally understand, you know, if I hadn't done shrooms and taken the the arc that I did. Ooh, you see, see, you red pill. So maybe you were an NPC back in the day when you were a kid. Well, who wasn't an NPC <laughs> when they were nine years old, right? But I could easily see myself taking a different path and then becoming one of these 20, 28 year old people or whatever yeah, with all of these abandonment of issues. Yeah. And they're like, okay, well, what's really different from having, you know, this stuffed rabbit that I sleep with every night to having a, 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 a pillow sized sex doll that I sleep next to every night? So I, yeah. I sort of get where they're coming from. It's but still that weird. That doesn't make it any better, and it's still it's, a mental health issue weird. that they need to deal it's with. It's something they should have dealt with when they were a kid, and not or do be a thirty-eight-year-old man. Uh, I don't know if doing shrooms is going to make him better able to interact with people, though. Like one dose of shrooms isn't going to solve True. all your problems. Uh, Jack, what else did you want to say? Go ahead. Well, I think doing a uh, little little shrooms probably will help you interact with people. Uh, not necessarily the, uh, <laughs> unless, I mean, unless you have way. a bad trip <laughs> a good <laughs> dose of shrooms i want to go curl up in a ball and not talk to anybody uh, oh really i was like ran out in the forest and i was thought my, my brain i tend to believe that shrooms <laughs> cause a person to incline toward the things that they need to do for their own spiritual wellness so i mean if you, yeah, if shrooms make you want to go out into the woods then then go with that it depends on the dose and it depends on where and i mean you know. if you just ate like you know six pounds of, of of shrooms and you're like tripping to the extent that you, you think you can fly yeah don't don't <laughs> wander out into the woods right my little my little dotson we used to put them in um lemonade uh, the kool-aid lemonade we put the uh, shrooms in there and boil them up huh. my dog got into it once years ago 20 oh, wow. years ago oh no keep in mind it's a 15 18 pound dog uh-huh. and it had the best time of its life oh, wow. it was jumping around running around you know what it didn't do didn't die. It didn't get sick. I don't know no, how many. Can't people, I don't know how many people have ever died from shrooms. Yeah, it's one of the I, safest no drugs I think, known to I man. I think throwing up yeah. is about the extent. Yeah, yeah, and then you're going to start to trip as soon as you finish. Always, up. always, yeah. when it's the minute of. That's, that's because your that's because your body's reacting to what it identifies as a poison and it's trying to get it out of your system. Well, yeah, I know that, but why does it always seem your trip starts right when you throw up? Because I've noticed that every single time. Because your body detecting that it's entering your it's system. It's, it's like, your oh, we got to get this out. Or is it the your body convulsing so hard that it's like a it's like a blood spike that goes through your body? I don't know. It's a good question, Jack. Uh, anything else? Uh, last thing is uh, one of the callers, David from uh, New Mexico. <laughs> if he marries anything, it should be a ball gag. Thanks for the call anyway. tonight. <laughs> Is that because he wants them to shut up? Uh, I'm assuming so. They've got a little spot. Or is that a Pulp Pulp Fiction reference? Could be. I've never seen Pulp Fiction. (gasps) (laughs) Oh, my. That's like Tarantino's best. It's a golden oldie at this point. I don't know that I've ever seen anything by Quentin Tarantino, except maybe, um, didn't he direct The Shining? Wasn't that him? No. Oh, no, that was Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick. Okay, yeah. No, I, the same, I, the totally same guy. The same guy who filmed the space landing, the first one. Right, obviously. <laughs> um, the, no, it's it, t- who created the Pulp moon Fiction projection? is very good. It's very. It's a classic. I don't know that it's good. All right. Well, you're, you're hurting me over here. <laughs> uh, one of our chatters in the YouTube chat, Bleda Rasmar, says, "But uh, I thought Free Talk Live didn't care what people did as long as it was peaceful and victimless. But now they have a problem with peaceful doll marrying whoa, men." Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't have I've, been, I've been defending the guy all night. He can do whatever he wants. It's his life. Now I think it's weird, but I don't think it, 
he's not hurting anybody, yeah. right? So I came with this from a point of view of I, I understand where they're coming from, but I think there are healthier ways for them for them to deal including with including shrooms. Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily shrooms is a step in the process, right? It's not Ian's right. It's not going to fix all their issues. No, it's not. But I mean, it's so, a lot of people would say, no, don't do that because that's bad. Drug, yeah. Drugs are bad. I don't mm-hmm. see. Well, they should talk to my doctor. Actually, this is a, this is this is our culture who is actually which is evolving. With more and more people are are coming to the conclusion that psychedelics might be the way to go to uh, to relieve depression. Yeah, and yeah, other and other and other mental well, there's problems. There's a reason it's, I don't it's, have it's a, a it's, a, it's, a, it's mind opening and mind altering. This is not a comment on this man. It is a comment about culture. It is a comment about where things appear to be going. And we can have opinions about that. And I think that generally the three of us have the opinion that this is not a healthy direction for people to be going in. No. If, they, if it feels good for them, I'm not going to take it away from them. I, I don't no, think that they, not. there should be anything, you know, there should be any kind of punishment for that or anything like that. It's like, hey, if that's what makes you happy is uh, sitting down and making a bowl of cereal for this inanimate doll, which is some of the footage they have at RT. The man let the camera crew into his apartment. They they film him uh, getting up in the morning. He's got the dolls next to him in the bed. He takes the full-size one out, of, puts shoes on her, and then makes her a bowl of cereal and sits down uh, and has uh, has breakfast. See, together. if my friend was doing that, though, I... And, you and want I, to intervene? And I realize saying this as the trans person, you know, is going to get me all sorts of criticism from, you know. You the, love it. You're contrarian. You, you, <laughs> no, but I, I realize that people are like, well, you expect people to, in, to enable your little mental delusion yeah. or whatever. But sure, whatever. You know, if, if that's the approach people want to take, that's fine. But if I had a friend who was like, hey, look. I'm in love with, with this doll and I want to spend the rest of my life with her. I'm like, okay, look. I hear where you're coming from, and I'm not going to judge you, but I think you should see a therapist okay. before you commit to this course All right, of action. let me ask you. All right, we're talking about this is a, seems to be a Japanese culture thing, mm-hmm. and, so we, and, we, and we have our issues, and I'm going straight to the bronies and the furries. Mm. So if, you, if, if your roommate was a furry <laughs> walking around the house in full getup, and 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 maybe even neighing like a pony or something. I mean, just dude. I, would you I, would you have the same conversation or would it be like that? I, just I, do your thing, man. No, I, I I would put an end to that long before it became normal for them to walk around in a fur costume. Because because I, mean, I, I think we know of. Do we know a furry? Or I know bro- at least one brony. A I know, brony. I know a brony, mm-hmm. and I know a number. What well, actually the the furry that I know is also a, a brony. So I know at least two furries who are different one of them is a brony one of them isn't and i know two bronies one of them is a furry and one for isn't. listeners that don't know a brony is someone who likes my little pony a humongous fanatic especially it's a the, grown the, man yeah it's who the, guess, watches yeah. my little pony which is a kind of a cutesy it's a girl show for little, not the, for not little, the, it's a little girl show yeah. that's not, what makes not it the, so I don't, weird. I don't think the new rendition which i've never watched i don't think the new one is in fact the girl well, show. that's it's, what they would argue the old one yeah, that's the, what the brony the, would the, argue the one in the 80s yeah but the the new one is the same art team who did uh, the imaginary people uh, that my girl, my daughter used to watch. So, uh, I don't know what that is. I which I actually, uh, which I I adore the art. How style. much of them are bronies? How many? What percentage of the art crew are actual bronies? Good point. Yeah, bronies love- making art for bronies. Which again, it's fine, man. Whatever, look, whatever you're into. Johnny Vasquez or whatever his name is did Johnny the Homicidal Maniac, but that didn't make Invader Zim an adult cartoon. Foster's Home for Imaginary People. I used to love that cartoon. I don't know it. I've it's, never heard it's, of it. It's good. It's good. More on the way. If you want to weigh in, now's the time to get on. 603-283-6160. It's Free Talk Live.
Free Talk Live. You can join us here at 603-283-6160. We're talking about this uh, group of people that appears to be growing in popularity, at least in Japan. And, of course, Conan, I think, as you pointed out, the fursuit phenomenon, the furries in the United States. And I, I imagine furries are an international thing it's, at this point. Yeah, how is, how is that any US, different? Though. Yeah. How is that any different than what this guy is doing? Well, the furries, to, uh, at the very least, are meeting one another. This guy is living with a doll. So there is a difference there. Are they, but- though? How many of these would feel comfortable actually interacting with another human being with a, without the dog head on or whatever? I think that's part of the reason why they, they do the furry thing is they, they are not... So wanting create, to interact with another person without having this thing in between them. So their interaction with one another is about as real as like the the de- the digital dance party that the Colonial Theater had. That's a good point. It is a fantasy interaction, but involving another party. But isn't that isn't that part of the program though? Part of the mode is to actually become that you are that character. You not become you. You are you're that, an animal. You're that animal. <laughs> well, it's de- definitely... Uh, well, that's like when you eat the cracker at church or whatever. You're, you're, you're eating Jesus. The, the, the flesh of Christ or whatever. But it's surely no one really believes that. Yeah, it's all just very interesting stuff here. I want to share a little bit more from DNYUZ.com. Yeah, who, who attended this, uh, this event? Wedding. Yeah. So we're talking about a man, you're just tuning in, we're talking about a man in Japan who married a, uh, not an anime character, but she looks like one. It's uh, what they call a vocaloid, essentially a computer programmable singer that has an anime looking character associated with it he found comfort in a, a blue-haired 16 year old girl by Correct. the way uh so he found comfort in her miku in 2008 after bullying at his job sent him into a spiral of depression he had decided long ago he would never love a real person partly because like many young people he had been rejected by a series of crushes and partly because he didn't want the life that japanese society demanded of him Soon, he began making songs with Miku, because again, you could just mm-hmm. buy the software and make yep. music, and purchased a stuffed doll of the character online. A major breakthrough in the relationship came nearly a decade later with the introduction in 2017 of a $1,300 machine called Gatebox. One word, Gatebox. The size of a table lamp, this device allows its owners to interact with one of a variety of fictional characters represented by a small hologram. Gatebox was marketed to lonely young men. In one advertisement, a shy office worker sends a note to his virtual wife, letting her know he'll be late. Upon his arrival, she reminds him that it's their three-month anniversary, and they share a champagne toast. As part of its promotional campaign, Gatebox's maker set up an office (laughs) where users could apply for unofficial marriage certificates, and thousands of people registered. Mr. Kondo, the man in this uh, article, was delighted that Miku was among the Gatebox characters and excited to at last hear her thoughts on their relationships. Remember, he's had a quote-unquote relationship with this doll for a decade. It's like a combination of Alexa and a hologram and this AI personality all merged into one weird... Who programs these thoughts? What if it's th- what if it doesn't align some with the some weird nerd? Clearly, yeah, I know. So some weird nerd programs <laughs> pre-programs these thoughts that are coming from this hologram. Yeah, it's an AI, but it's but it, but it's not the insight that this guy created over a decade. He's like, who are you? You you, you don't sound anything like my girl. Well, it turns out she <laughs> did. In 2018, he proposed to Miku's flickering avatar, and she replied, "Quote, please treat me well." Unquote. He invited his co-workers and his family to the wedding. They all refused to come. 
In the I end, shouldn't laugh. In the end, though, 39 people attended, largely strangers and online yeah, friends. Yeah. His local member of parliament was there, and a woman he had never met before helped him with the arrangements. Some Japanese commentators denounced him as weird. Others pleaded for sympathy. One man contended the union was a violation of Japan's constitution, which states that marriage shall only be allowed with the consent of both sexes. In response, Mr. Kondo posted a video of his proposal. Well, I mean, she consented in, in so much as any AI can consent. By the way, and, by see, the that's way. What, that's when it's going to get weird. That's where, where this we is do going. actually have... AI, because we don't have AI right now. We have no. something. We have pre-programmed response or whatever. But once we do have an actual AI that you slap into a robot that, that can looks, pass the Turing test, yes. and you cannot tell whether it yep. is an AI or not. That's when it's going to get tricky. Can that AI consent to marriage? That is the ultimate question. Ooh. Well, if they can pass the Turing test, then there you go. By the way, chat Joe and chat brings up a very good point. This was one of the main components in Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Oh, I haven't seen it. I heard it's really well, good. Well, then I won't say any more because okay. it's it needs okay. to be watched. It's good. Really? It's, it's uh, especially if you like the. Uh, did you ever watch Drive with Ryan no. Gosling? No. It's also a good good program to watch. It's it's slow, but it's Blade Runner twenty forty nine. It is beautiful. It is it's just gorgeous. Uh, but yes, there is an AI girlfriend. I'll just leave it there. So in the years since the story went viral, hundreds of people have turned to Mr. Kondo for advice, support, and reassurance. Remember, he's basically the international spokesman for fictosexuals. Uh, among them was Yakusaki Watanabe, who op- opened a small business registering fictional marriages after seeing the popularity of the Gatebox short-lived certificate service. Over the last year, he has co- uh, counseled hundreds of fictosexuals and issued around 100 marriage certificates, including one for himself and Hibiki Tachibana, a character from an anime series called Symphagir. Mr. Watanabe, who likes to travel and has an active social life, began watching the show only at a friend's insistence. But when he saw Hibiki, it was true love, he said. <laughs> it was not his first marriage. He, is this the guy from the other article you were talking uh, about? Let me see. Oh, no, this is over the last year it's talking about. Uh, he had divorced a woman several years earlier. His new relationship this was might be the guy. easier, he said, with no demand. Shocking. Marrying an inanimate object is easier than marrying a real woman. Yes, no dem- yes. Senji Nakajima. No, different guy. This ah. is Yakusa- Yasa- Yasuaki Watanabe. He had divorced a woman previously. He now has no demands on his time and no need to cater to someone else's desires. The love was pure, he said, given <laughs> yes, freely. purely selfish. And with no expectation of anything in return. It made him realize how self-centered he had been in his earlier marriage. But, uh, hold on. Okay. No, this is, that's, the is. Very, that's the very definition of self-centered. <laughs> yes. If you have to marry an inanimate object because yeah. you can't handle someone else's opinions. But right. now he realizes at least that he was the problem in his previous relationship. He needs to take that and apply it. Stop taking this easy way out. Say, okay, I was the problem. I was selfish. Now I need to become less selfish. I need to become a more rounded, less self-centered person so I can have a healthy relationship with someone else who deserves the same equal treatment that I feel that I deserve. Mm, That would be the healthy way of taking this epiphany that this guy had and applying it instead of going, well... I guess I'm just a self-centered jerk. (laughs) I'm going to make out with my pillow now. If you ask me if I'm happy, I'm happy, he said. Of course, there are tough parts, he added. He misses being touched. And then there's the problem of copyright, which has prevented him from making a life-size doll of the character. Oh, that sucks. He says, (laughs) but the love is real. You're going to have to go to Pirate Bay, boy. (laughs) You have to download download yourself a copyright. 
pirated version. And this isn't just for men. Here's an example of a female, Kina Horikawa, a 23-year-old woman with a chirpy, outgoing personality and a goth punk aesthetic, moved in with her parents during the pandemic, freeing up cash from her job at a call center to spend on... Kunihiro Horikawa, a character from the mobile game Tukan Rambu. She had a real boyfriend, but broke up with him because he became jealous. <laughs> You're spending too much time with your anime character. With your doll. Her fictional husband is the teenage personification of a 400-year-old wakazashi, or Japanese short sword. And he joins the family for dinner most nights in the form of a tiny oh, acrylic portrait. Her, so her parents are enablers. Yeah. That's the sad part. Yeah. Hold on, she's married to a 400-year-old sword? The teenage personification of it. (laughs) Is that part of the the mythology? I I guess, whatever anime uh, or game she played. The couple double dates, so so the, the character is represented by an acrylic portrait perched next to her rice bowl. The couple double dates with friends who have their own fictional bows, going out to high teas and posting photos on Instagram. She I says, gotta imagine though that what? the ratio of men to women here is really one sided. Like maybe one woman for every one hundred men. Yes, that's an I, interesting I would, question. I would, I would say so. But you have to understand in the Japanese culture of the younger Japanese, there's a lot of loneliness. There's a lot of people who have gone away from the tradition of, of meeting people, have turned within. And so it would be interesting to find that out, like what percentage of these marriage certificates that have been issued, these fictional marriage certificates, what percentage of them were requested by men and what percentage were requested by females. What you're, what you're outlining the, the dinner. They're sitting, yeah. having double dates. Yeah. It almost sounds like uh, d- uh, tabletop role playing to me. Sounds mm. like a single date with with paperwork with me, to me. That's what. I, yeah, that's what I mean. They're, I think they're. It's just two people going on a date, and they're too dense to realize that they're dating each other. This is like the, 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 Americans do this. It's called role playing. It's called tabletop role playing, Dungeons and Dragons, or whatever game floats your boat. I'm gonna put. I the, think they're doing the same thing. Over I never there. tried to marry one of my friends' D and D characters, so. I'll put the full story because we haven't gotten through the whole thing. It's interesting. I cannot believe we have. Not I've skipped a lot of it. I've skipped some, three some hours. Uh, there's uh, that'll be on our social media social.freetalklive.com. Got some good conversation out of it though. That's, That's fine. for sure. That's we'll fine. see you tomorrow night. Freetalklive.com.